Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Southern Cross Stadium here at Tuggeron for tonight's WNBL game between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Logan Thunder. A very, very hot evening here down at Tuggeron. Michelle, I've got Michelle Hocking with me. She'll be helping with the call tonight. How's this heat? I love this heat, but I don't know that I'd be wanting to run around in it tonight in a WNBL game. It was 39 degrees today here in Canberra, and uh, as you'll hear Jason uh, talk about in his pre-game interview, he uh, said that it's even the Logan girls are not used to this kind of heat. Yeah, it's a different kind of humidity. It's quite thick, the air in here. But uh, enough of uh, us talking about the weather. We might switch over and do the coach chat. Oh, we're going to look at the game that's happening right now up in uh, Sydney or in Adelaide? In Sydney. In Sydney. Good. I thought for a second it might have been in Adelaide. Sydney so Flames are up uh, at the moment 36 to 31. Yeah, big game there for Susie Bakovic, leading all scorers. Oh, sorry, no leading scorers for Sydney with 11 points. Michaela Donkins with eight. And Vian Butler with seven. Kayla Francis leading Adelaide with 13. Renee Camino with eight. And Marino with four. So, uh, Renee Camino back playing in the National League. Well, Jason Cheney going into tonight's match. you be uh, quite acclimatised to this nice hot weather Canberra's dished up for you tonight. Yeah, it's damn hot, I can tell you that much. It's, uh, it's actually hotter than home, so we get a different sort of uh, heat. We get that real humid weather, so... We're, we're, to be honest with you, we're not used to this and we've got an air-conditioned stadium at home, so we'll probably uh, we'll, we'll be sucking in the deep ones well into the fourth as well, I think. Well, Bendigo's done you no favours because they beat the Caps in this stadium after, I think it was 26 wins in a row, so they're keen to get that to sort of roll started again. Yeah, look, Capitals are always tough at home, whether or not they win their last or you know, the last 26 or they've dropped one. The plus they've had a week off, so we know it's going to be tough, and every time you come up against a Carragraph team, coach team, um, it's always going to be a tough game. So we're expecting that tonight again. What's your, uh, what's your goals here with the club? It's in its second year, and how are you building on what was established last year? Yeah, look, you know, our goal is to still you know, get to the finals this year. We've had a, bit, a little bit of turmoil through the club with uh, our head coach resigning halfway through. But, uh, you know, there's no excuses around that. Um, you know, one of our goals is to get to the finals. We also are looking to attract good players to our squad team. And we've got that in a lot, a lot of local southeast Queensland girls who play for us. So you know, we maintain that good culture around the club and around the, the girls. Uh, we'll, we think the success is just around the corner for us. Well, we wish you all the best tonight. Thanks very much. Sandy Tomley, it's, uh, well, back here at the uh, Southern Cross Stadium where the memory of the last game would be still ringing around the team. You had to bring that back, didn't you? Yeah, no. Oh, I wanted to motivate you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, it's, it's you know, we're, we're obviously consciously aware of it, but, you know, it's like move on from it. You can't dwell on it. We would have liked to have strung another one at the uh, at the Tottenham Sports Stadium, but... You know, we'll just start. We'll just start again. We'll start a new record from today. What has the team been training like all this week? Monday and Tuesday were really good. Uh, we focused on, you know, having coming off the bye week. You know, which is it's it's funny. You know, you only have a week off, but in basketball terms, it seems like a lot longer because you you just get so used to a routine where you have training, training, weights, training, and then a game. Um, so the fact that we didn't have a game last weekend, so the girls came out really focused Monday, Tuesday. Thursday was a bit of a liar session where we focused on Logan and, um, you know, they were switched on, so it was good. You've been met for a number of the players. How's that going? Will we see more of Tracy in this game? Um, look, to tell you the truth, hopefully hopefully we won't have to play as much as that we, you know, we know that she can play. Um, obviously with a big get back-to-back road trip against up in Townsville, if we can uh, 
kind of uh, safe her a little bit tonight. Um, hopefully that'll be good because, you know, she had a great game up in Townsville, so we're hoping a bit more of the same when we go up there as of the Sunday game. Now, with a lot of talk off the court this week about potential signings, does that take the focus away from game? Oh, look, I think, you know, like, we've got a lot of core veterans in our team, so I think that, you know, they're obviously excited to have Lauren come back and play if it's, if it's a possibility. You know, obviously there's a lot of, things that, a lot of factors in, in play in that. But, you know, they'll be initially excited, but they know that they've still got to get a job done with or without Lauren. So, you know, if, uh, if they can win without Lauren, when she comes, if she comes and plays with us, that'd be great. And if they can win without Lauren and she doesn't come and play for us, well, we're no worse off. So that's the focus we've got to have. And, of course, Jess McCormick, she's had a few injuries coming into the program. How's she coming back? So I think she's, she's coming back in well. You know, it's like obviously she's had a couple of, couple of months off with playing and everything. Coming back into learning a new system that she's had no experience with before and, no, and you know, had no touch with. Um, you know, so this week was good for her because she just basically went, you know what, I, I want to learn all the offences. I want to know what I'm supposed to do in those particular offences. So she's got a lot more gel with the groups this time. And, of course, Abby, she's back to a little bit of contact yet? No, still not a lot of contact. She's doing all the shooting and the one on one, like one and O drills, and a bit of one on one stuff. Um, but we really we don't want to whisk it until like when she's ready to come back, which is not too far off apparently. When she's ready to come back on, we know that like she's basically can go full on. So it's not like we don't want to risk anything. And in a mishap that happens in training, you know, when no one really means for it to happen. But you know what? Stay off it, Abby, until you got the all clear. Well, I'll let you focus in on the game now. With uh, is this going to be a run and gun, or do you think it's just going to be a dour? Well, you know what, look, we like to play run and gun, but we like to play push tempo and then grind it, so hopefully we can get that tempo. We like to control tempo. Obviously, Logan like to push tempo as well, so, you know, they've got the Institute tomorrow, so they might be conscious of the two games. Uh, you know, come third quarter, it'll be interesting to who's up, who's, who's down, and, and what coaches kind of pull out, so, you know, knowing there's a double header for both of us, so it should be interesting from that side of things. All the best. Thank you. Okay, back after the... National anthem there. So we're just going to have a, a quick look at the lineups tonight through some of the stats of the uh, the league at the moment. The, the latter probably the the most pressing thing for Canberra. It's pretty tightly packed in the middle. We've got uh, of course Bulleen who got their first defeat of the season last week at the hands of the Sydney Flames. So they're at eight and one. Townsville at six and one. They're travelling along very nicely this season. Then we've got Bendigo at seven and two. Then there's a bit of a logjam. Sydney at 5-3, Canberra at 5-3, Sydney ahead just on percentage. Adelaide are at 6-4, and, and Logan, who are in town tonight, of course, at 4-4. Four four. Then we've got Perth at 1-7, and seven, Dandenong at 1-7, and, and the AIS 0-11. Pretty so critical ga- uh, 10 days coming up for Canberra, Simon, when you look at uh, where they are on the ladder and the fact that they've got four games in the next 10 days. So, you know, they'll back up from tonight's game against Logan. They'll travel to Townsville to play Townsville on Sunday. And that's a big game. That's a huge yeah. game. And then uh, back to Canberra to play the AIS in Canberra on Wednesday night. And then they're on the road, of course, uh, next week. And I cannot for the life of me remember who the last team is that they're playing. But um, regardless, you know, they've got to get wins uh, to keep themselves certainly in contention for finals. So it's a pretty critical 10-day uh, period for the Canberra Transact Capitals. Definitely. Now, this is going to be a, a pretty exciting uh, match-up tonight for, for uh, I guess, for lovers of guard action, for, for all of us short people that uh, have never really uh, sailed to the heady heights of looking like ever jamming or anything. But... The point guard competition tonight is going to be pretty spectacular. It's a bit of a, a bit of the old master and apprentice. Again, we've seen a few of those 
competitions with coaches. We saw it with Townsville, with Graffy and Peter Buckle. And now we see Kristen Veal against Natty Hurst. That's right. That's right. We saw uh, Kristen Veal and Natalie Hurst played a number of seasons in her early days um, under the tutelage, if you like, of... uh, Kristen Veal when she was here playing for the Canberra Transact Capitals and tonight they will uh, potentially match up. It'll be interesting to see, I think, you know, of course with Sarah Graham in the uh, Logan group that, uh, you know, that's probably the more likely matchup that Hurst will uh, will get. So, but still, it's good to see Kristen Veal back in town. We always love it when she comes to town and plays and uh, I know she's got a bit of a soft spot to Canberra as well. And how fit is she looking at the moment? She's uh, been sort of dogged through her career with, you know, a lot of niggling injuries but uh, touch wood, she's looking very fit. She looks and in very great shape. Yeah. And what about the other big, uh, I guess, big name for Logan, of course, Marta Didek. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's here this season and uh, has been getting increasing minutes from looking through. It's difficult to know, of course, uh, without looking actually seeing. Score, yeah. yeah, but just looking at the box score, you know, numbers are starting to creep up and she's obviously starting to get a, a feel for the group and what have you. So um, it'll be great to see her play tonight. Would have loved to have seen a sister out there as well. Unfortunately, uh, from what I heard on the ABC game last week or the week before, it's unlikely, I think, that we'll actually see her put on a, a uniform this season. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a bummer. It's great to see Marta out here playing. and it, um, yeah, So I'm looking forward to this one. Definitely. We're just uh, going through some of the head-to-head stats for tonight's game. Because the, uh, the record of these two teams... Obviously, with Logan uh, fairly new to the to the league, only their third season in, the record at the moment with the Capitals, four wins and Logan one. Uh, sorry, no, it's five and zero. Oh, sorry, so Logan have never defeated the Capitals. They yeah. nearly did in their last encounter, though, up well, in Logan yeah. in round two, I believe it was. Simon. Three point game. Three point game, and I um, from you know watching it again, as I said, just watching the st- stats live. Logan certainly came at Canberra in that last quarter, and. From all reports, uh, you know, Cambry were just uh, able to get over the line in the end. So that's a pretty good effort from uh, the Logan group. And they've been playing well. They've been having some really tight tussles. Yeah, there's a few... Um, just to go through some of the stats, the scorers, of course, leading for the Capitals this season. It's been Vivian Tolo. They're both averaging 17 points a game. Natty Hurst with 13. For Logan, Kristen Veal, 12. And Bianca Abbott, 12. But Logan are a team that they tend to... Um, to rotate that scoring load week to week you know, they'll end up with uh, almost a different person each week who's, who's putting up the bigger numbers for them but, and, and, and yeah, that's going to be good that's going to be hard to, to scout I'd imagine if you're an opposition team trying to decide you know who's your gun scorer well, if, uh, they share the lot yeah they do and I guess you know they don't really have studs to go to so it's the sort of group that uh, in any you know they've got to get opportunities as any team does of course you've got to have everyone being a scoring threat but they've really got to make sure that they're making opportunities for everyone at every occasion whereas you know you look at some of the other groups where they've got you know their franchise players if you like where you run specific plays to get the ball to them and what have you so uh, look I think tonight will be a great game I think that um, I think Canberra will be too strong but I think that certainly Logan have been very competitive all season and they will certainly be out there to um, you know, make it very difficult for um, Canberra Transact Capitals. So, you know, Logan, the thing... Sorry, Logan with a new coach, of course. Uh, they've picked up Jason, Jason Chaney. Yep, he's, was his uh, assistant coach. Yep. That's right. So, you know, he's uh, obviously starting to put his stamp on this group. And just, you know, in terms of some of the, uh, I guess, the players to watch out there today... 
Tolwo has been in fantastic form for the, for the season for the Capitals so far. There was a report in the paper today uh, talking about how Natalie Hurst was saying she needs to pick up her form and uh, you know start to get some better numbers and what have you. So uh, let's go to the game. It's about to get the tip-off. Starters for the groups. Yeah, we've got uh, out there for the Thunder, we've got Smith, Purcell, Michael, Beal and uh, Bianca Abbott for the Capitals. Natty Hurst with the ball, bringing it up in offence. Gets it to Carly Wilson. Down low into Tolo. And Beattie and Abrams rounding out there. Five. Wilson drives to the... Turns the ball over. Good hand in there from Purcell. She's going to go coast to coast on the drive. Good D from Carly Wilson. Picked it up and the Caps are in offensive transition. Kel Abrams with the ball now. Left hand side dumps it in high to Tolo. We've got a foul off the ball. Yeah, I think it was Cassie Banker, Abbott, Banker think Wobbert, was it? Yeah. Up her first I think just pushing uh, uh, Tolo in the back a little as she went to receive that feed from the post. Abrams looking to inbounds. They're having some difficulties and good defence from Logan. They just five forced the five second violation there. So it'll be Logan ball from baseline. Purcell with the ball gets it to Michael. She'll bring it up. Kel Abrams defending her fairly closely. Just slowly waiting for her team to get organised. Kicks it to Veal. Natty Hurst on Veal. So there's that matchup we talked about. And a travel called on Bianca Abbott. Good hedge at the fall there from Kel Abrams. Probably caused that little turnover. That's right. So uh, not a lot of uh, scoring opportunities. A lot of turnovers, but not a lot of scoring opportunities early in this game. Natty Hurst now in full flight down the floor. Kicks it out to Carly Wilson deep on the right hand side, gets it into Tolo in the low post, she starts to go to work good height advantage over Abbott shot doesn't drop but Kel Abrams comes away with the rebound, Tracy Beattie now goes against Holly Smith she gets a shot up, doesn't drop but Holly Smith fouls so it'll be her first personal and it's very clear the intentions of Canberra Transact Capitals is to uh, you know, get to the bigs inside with both Tolo and Be- Beattie starting this game. It's very clear that they're looking to make sure that they can pump the ball inside and take the advantage that they have in terms of height and experience in the uh, big matchups. Yeah, we look at the, look at the, the, um, the stats across uh, for both teams and they're, they're pretty equal in... Um in almost all areas um, except blocks which you'd expect Canberra much bigger and uh, Canberra probably get a few more offensive rebounds a game both of them on 35 boards a game though so uh, whilst there is a height advantage there for Canberra uh, Logan can certainly rebound the ball as well Kristen Beal now with the ball kicks it right over to Nat Purcell she gets about the free throw line kicks it down to Holly Smith she drives deep in the baseline almost stepped out of bounds but Goes baseline to Veal outside, into Michael. She turns around to Carly Wilson, a bit bemused with the call, but she's picked up a bit of a reaching foul there, her first of the game. And that'll send Michael to the line as well. So the transact... Yeah, bailout there too. Logan really didn't have a good good option there. Yeah, the clock was really winding di- down and uh, Veal managed to find Michael on a flash cut and get a shot off in the last second. But uh, score's currently 1-0, yep. Eight and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. As Michael knocks down the second of her free throws and evens it up at one apiece. Natty Hurst now flying up the court again. She's got some speed on today. Little give and go there with Mariana Tolo. She hits the 20-foot jump shot. Put the caps up 3-1. 
Nat Purcell now bringing the ball up for Logan over to Kristen Veal Natty Hurst defending her they'd both be having uh, memories of training all those years together kicks back out to Kristen Veal she knocks down the nice 20 foot jump shot got free off the screen there Nat Hurst now with the ball down to Carly Wilson Wilson swings it to the top to Beattie over to Nat Hurst she yeah. drives on Michael gets in some room but ends up kicking it out to Carly Wilson her shot just long taps around for a while but Holly Smith controls the ball and gets it into the hand of the Logan offence they now bring the ball up Kristen Veal left hand side of the floor drops it into Abbott at the top of the key over to Michael she goes outside Kel Abrams all over a good defence Veal turns on Natty Hurst Nat Hurst went down a little bit but nothing too bad in there Veal's shot doesn't drop Nat Hurst now goes coast to coast just a hand on the block on the pass there it gets back in Logan's hands they bring it up the floor again Abbott with the ball over to Michael it's a pretty frantic pace at the moment in both teams Purcell into Smith in the low post she goes in gets some room around Tolo Tolo just catching her on the arm as she went under and tried a little reverse off the glass so it'll be first personal for Mariana Tolo and Holly Smith will go to the line we see uh, Carly Wilson taking a break and Jess Bibby coming onto the floor for her. It has been at a pretty fast pace up and down the floor. I'm not sure that the girls will be able to maintain that for the entire not game. In this, not <laughs> in this heat. It's here, pretty yeah. impressive. As uh, Holly Smith knocks down the first of of two to even it up. Sorry, four three. Four, three. Logan are leading. Make that five three as Holly Smith knocks down her second. Nat Hurst now again in transition kicks it out to Abrams alone outside the three puts up a shot and rings off just touches the top of the backward support so it's going to be a Logan ball just the shots just not dropping at the moment for the Capitals but they're, it's, you know, it's not all bad they're not taking bad shots they're just finding their range at the moment Michael now bringing the ball up for Logan just to be defending her goes down the left gets some room off the screen little jump shots no good eventually falls into Jess Bibby's hands she's away she's Nat away to the races but good recovery Logan three players running, basically ran down Jess Bibby and didn't give her much of an option to shoot put up an awkward looking layup and it's back in Logan's hands Megan Michael swings it over to Bianca Abbott she ooh Kristen Veal on a little baseline cut she really wasn't in a position to receive that pass but Abbott let it go anyway a little bit of a miscommunication there Holly Smith takes a breather for Logan and we see Marta Didek on the floor for the first time tonight very famous name in women's basketball let's see if uh, she's got the goods that her sister has Hurst takes a three and uh, knocks it down just penetrated propped hard and then uh, knocked down the three and it puts the score Six, six apiece. As I see, Veal, we've got poor vision of the scoreboard here, so it's not uh, doing very well. Abbott spins on Tolo. Tolo nice gets block. block this time. I think that's her first for the night. I think the last time we saw her, she uh, created a new, a new, no, no new, new league record in 13 blocks that's in a right, game. 13. Huge night out of the AIS Arena for Mariana Tolo. So it's a baseline ball. Megan Michael receives it at the top of the key. Drives on Jess Bibby. Bibby 
cuts it off out to Didek. She puts up a shot, rattles around. Tracy Beattie with the rebound. Kicks it out straight to Nat Hurst. She comes up the left wing, drops the ball in. It's hollow. It's picked off by Abbott, I believe. Yep, she's got the ball. She starts bringing it up the right wing for Logan. Ooh, Tolo with a hand in the pass, but Kristen Veal ends up cleaning up the scraps. She's got it outside the three, back over to Abbott at the top of the key. Down left to Nat Purcell. She feeds it into Michael, back out to Purcell. Into Didak, just at the top of the keyway. A little left hook there, just doesn't drop it. Kristen Veal with the offensive rebound. Just good positioning, right place at the right time there for Kristen Veal. She pulls back out, sets up the offense for Logan. Gets it in to Purcell. She's going to drive, gets away oh, from Kelly. Oh, big block from Tracy Beattie. Tracy Beattie blocks it. Unfortunately, it fell into the hands of Kelly Abrams, who had stepped out of uh, out of court. So yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a big block. Shots pockets at eight seconds. and uh, As we see, Chantilla Pereira giving uh, Natalie Hurst a quick break. And Jess McCormick on Jess McCormick well, in for Tracy Beattie. And Sarah Graham's hit the floor as well as... Uh, I think it's Purcell who's taking a break. No, sorry, it's Michael. As Veal drives hard, unable to convert it, but Purcell comes up with the board, kicks it out to Graham in the point. She's looking to set up some play here for Logan. Kicks it to Veal on the right-hand wing. Out again to, uh, I think, out to Abbott, who pulls up. Nice, nice. setback jump yeah. shot there from Abbott. Over the top of Tolo. That's a difficult no one. No mean feat, that one there. Pereira now bringing the ball up before the Caps... Out to Kel Abrams, Tolo, McCormick, out to Jess Bibby, she pulls the trigger, rings off the back of the board, McCormick saves the ball, inbounds, Pereira just out of bounds when she tried to save that ball, so it's 6-7, uh, Logan leading at the moment. 4.25 to go in the first quarter. Nat Purcell gives it to Veal, left hand side, Bibby defending her, gets it to Didek, ooh, Didek gets a pass. Ambitious pass into Abbott there, a little bounce pass, but she makes it count. So nine place, six now, four minutes to go. McCormick in the keyway there, she gets called for three seconds. Three second violation they've called yep. there. A little too long camping in the key there. So substitutions coming in, they're going to be pretty thick and fast, I think, tonight. We'll see a lot of them. Purcell comes off, uh, that is Rebecca Haynes who's come on for Logan. Kristen Veal with the ball, over to Graham. Graham brings it down the right-hand side, kicks it into Didek. Nice spin. Didek just bodies up against Jess McCormick, makes her way to the basket, and just too strong. 11 plays 6 now. Chantilla Pereira looks at a 3, nails it. Oh, only a 2. Yes. Oh, just over the line, so 11-8 the score at the moment. Sarah Graham with the ball now for Logan. 3.24 left on the clock. Haynes gets it to Abbott. Abbott drives on Tolo. Little spin. Nice move. Two in a row there from Abbott where she's just given herself some room. Tolo is a good defender and got long arms, but Abbott's twice now been able to get away. She puts Logan out to a 13-8 lead. Three minutes remaining in this first quarter. Pereira to Tolo. Tolo into Abrams. Abrams looks to drive. Drives on Kristen Veal. Turns, gets good look, but no go. Bit of a wild shot in the end. Logan rebound, Graham with the ball. She drives on Jess Bibby. Great hand. Way too fast. Got a hand in and knocked the ball free. So it's yeah. going to be a uh, Logan ball from the baseline, but 
Jess Bibby all over that shot. Timeout's been called by Canberra with 2.41 left in this first quarter. And it's a uh, frenetic pace out there, Michelle. It is, and Logan have done a great job. And, you know, to go to the timeout, 13-8 up. And uh, in Canberra's home court is a pretty good start. And I'm sure that the coach, Jason, will, Jason Chaney, will be very, very happy with his girls' efforts so far. I, uh, I do think, though, that you know the F energy that's been expended out there will start to take its toll on the groups. And as uh, you know, Canberra's probably going to be able to rotate their their lineup a bit more um, than p potentially Logan can, and that may become a factor heading down the stretch. So you know, it's not panic stations yet, but look, great effort from Logan to be up as they are by five at the timeout, and uh, Canberra really just you know they're not. They're not taking terrible shots. Some of them, I think, have been a little bit early in their set. They're just not getting the, uh, you know, getting the ball through sets of hands as well as they probably could. But uh, you know, they just need to, I think, just be a little bit more patient offensively and at the defensive end of the floor. And they've got to pay some respect to some of these girls. You know, they don't play national league because they they can't play. They've just got to, uh, you know, Canberra's got to knuckle down and just play good, honest defense. And uh, you know work hard, get up and in as Graffy says that's her philosophy, you know, get up and get in and uh, put some real pressure on these girls defensively as it's Logan's ball on the inbounds from the baseline Hannah Bowley's come on for the Capitals quick inbound pass to Kristen Veal she fires a shot, it's no good, Tolo with the rebound, now Hurst now with the ball in transition takes on Kristen Veal, slaps it away from behind Veal loves that move she's done it her entire career Didak with the ball, now back out to Graham. Graham gets some space off Didak. Tries to go into the heavy timber. Ooh. Didak got the rebound and the quick pass out actually hit Haynes in the face. Yeah, well, she was only a foot away from her. Yeah. I mean, it's really, you know, it's a bit of a quite, hospital pass, that one. Is that. Hurst is setting them up offensively at the end of the floor. She puts the ball on the floor. It's 13 to 8 now. Two minutes left in this first quarter. Bibby with the usual junkyard play. She just fades sideways across the, across the keyway and knocks it down. So 13, it plays 10. Kristen Veal with the ball now. Puts it over to Graham. Graham drives on Bibby. Bibby just really shutting her down there. Gets a little bit of room. Six seconds left on the shot clock and the shot from Didak is no good. Tolo just a little lackadaisic with the rebound. Didak almost came away and kicked the pocket. Natty Hurst now with the ball. Kristen Veal now defending her, so that matchup is happening. It is. That's, uh, that's a great... Hats off to both those players. Ooh. Oh. Ma <laughs> Jess Bibby just finds a, a sliver, of, sliver of daylight in there as the, um, as the drive goes inside. The defenders from Logan just trying to cut her off there, cut her off uh, literally and knock her to the floor. So, As, uh, Jess Bibby will step up onto the line and for 13-10, uh, Logan are leading the Capitals at the moment with a minute 12 to go in their first quarter. So, you know, Bibby needs to knock these both down and, uh, you know, there's basically, what, three, three possessions in this last minute of the game. And, uh, Bianca Rabbit and uh, Kristen Veal having their first rests of the night. Bibby knocks them both down, so 13-12 in favour of Logan. See, uh, Cassie Smith, I think that is, carrying the ball there against Carm Carly Wilson. Finding difficult to get an entry pass, but she eventually finds Graham on the left-hand wing, kicks it across to Didak at the foul line, who travels. 
Yeah, pretty big they, first step there. They may not call that in Europe as much as they do in <laughs> Australia, but uh, certainly it was a travel. They, they certainly don't call it in the uh, WNBA. That's right. <laughs> Canberra has possession. There's just under a minute to go in this first quarter as uh, Logan League 13-12. Hurst with the ball looking to penetrate. Feeds it down into uh, Bellie in the in the low post. She's looking to get it out. Can't find anyone as it comes off Tolo's leg. Oh, pass there from from Smith goes awry. Tolo ends up with the board. Puts up a shot and eventually sort of wrestled out of bounds by, uh, that's Cassie Smith. Hasn't been a lot of whistle blown in this game, has there, Simon? No, maybe the, maybe the refs want to uh, get home early. They wouldn't be running around too much. Out oh. of pass there to Jess Bibby. She knocks down the two. Cats take the lead for the first time in the game. 14 plays 13. 21 seconds left in the game, in the quarter, sorry. Logan will have to get a shot off just before the end of the game. Oh, no good there. Hannah Bowley gets a, a hand in that passing lane. Is able to shut it down. 10 seconds to go. Natty Hurst under a little pressure. Gets a big outside screen from Tolo. Kicks it into Bowley. Tolo gets it at the free throw line. Great Great shot under pressure and nails it. So the Capitals up 16-13 at the end of this very fast and very frenetic first quarter, Michelle. Yeah, it has been a really fast and I think a very smart play by Canberra then coming down the uh, down the stretch where they just um, managed to, uh, you know, get that shot off virtually with no time left on the clock and it just, uh, you know, very smart. Uh, now Hurst putting the ball on the floor and drawing the defensive pressure, feeding the ball into Tolo and then Tolo, of course, was able to... Uh, the, sorry, to Bowley, and then Bowley, of course, just fed it out to Tolo for the short-range jump shot. So a nicely executed uh, play at the end of the quarter there just to uh, keep Canberra in front going into the quarter break. But, I, you know, I do think that Logan will be very happy with their first quarter performance. They've done a pretty good job of um, keeping Canberra under control. Canberra only having a three-point lead at the quarter break, and they haven't looked comfortable, Simon. Not at all. Been really impressed with, uh, with Logan's defensive pressure. Uh, we, we saw that break there. Jess Bibby got out in the fast break. Three of the Logan players ran it down and uh, whilst they didn't um, didn't get the ball off her, they put it into a situation where she she had to put up a very awkward shot with three people trying to run her down. And uh, that was enough for her to miss the layup. In other yeah. games we've seen Bibby get out on a break like that and it's automatic too. When she did try it, she made that very quick crossover and, uh, you know, thread through, through the middle, middle there where she uh, ended up going to the foul line. I was a bit worried about her hip because we saw earlier at a home game in Canberra, she went down really, really hard and certainly was um, just uh, very, very sore and tender for a couple of, well, at least for a week after that. So I thought that may have been another injury, but uh, she seems to be well and uh, will probably be out there again as the... Logan girls come out onto the floor after the quarter time break and uh, you know I think Graffy will be talking to the Capitals about their need to ensure that they look after the ball. I don't know what their stats are telling us but they seem to be um, you know either taking a shot very early in possession that may not be the best option or alternatively they're probably turning the ball over a bit more than what uh, we would like to see them do in, in any normal quarter. Well contrary to the uh to what's going on in the game. The Capitals are actually shooting at 43%. Uh, but, you know, probably I'd say out of those six made baskets, 
almost all of them came in about the last three minutes. They That's right. Hit their stride there and, and, uh, and start to get it in. Five turnovers apiece, which isn't great, um, but I guess it's to be expected in a game of this intensity. We're back underway now. Kristen Veal with the ball for Logan. Gets it over to the middle to Abbott. Out to Megan Michael. She's got Jess Bibby. Very tight defence on her. Kristen Veal gets some room. We've got an offensive foul. I think it's been called on Abbott, Abbott on yeah. a ball screen. Set a ball screen and uh, it's going to be her second it personal. Seems not to be uh, a legal one. So personal foul number two for Bianca Abbott. Natty Hurst now with the ball. Megan Michael defending her. She's slowing things down. You can already see a change of pace early on in this second quarter. Carly Wilson now gets it to Bibby. She drives baseline, gets some room, nails the 10-foot jump shot. I think, as we see, good transition basket back at the other end from, uh, it was a Christenville touchdown pass, touchdown pass to Natalie Purcell. Hurst pushes the ball back up through Carly Wilson. She's not able to make it, but Veal uh, comes up with a rebound. Michael has the ball now and she's going to get Logan organised. Back to Veal. Gets it down left to Purcell. Carly Wilson defending her. Abbott at the top of the key. Gets it back over to Kristen Veal. Gets it low to Holly Smith. Just got some room away from Tracy Beattie and is able to body herself in and get the shot there. So 18 plays 17. Natty Hurst now in transition. Gets ooh, a lot of traffic there. Kicks it back out. It goes out to... Beatty, Beatty down left to Jess Bibby. Oh, good cut there from Tracy Beatty. Just didn't go forward as far as I think uh, Jess Bibby thought she was going to. And uh, just unable to hang on to that pass. So it's Logan Ball in their backcourt, Nat Purcell. Brings it up, gives it to Megan Michael. Ooh, another set of good hands there for Jess Bibby. Kicks it out. Purcell, lots of room there. Just got away off the screen. Carly Wilson there. As Hurst goes coast to coast, just burns past them. Gets the bump from Megan Michael and makes the free throw. So Just explosive out of the backcourt there, Simon, and left them all for dead, really. And, uh, you know, it was fouled at the last second and will go to the line for a three-point play. The transition on the floor at the moment for the Capitals Union. You've got Bibby Abrams and Hurst can just be absolutely, as you said, Michelle, just explosive. Oh, she misses a foul shot. It's unusual to see Hurst do that. Tracy uh, Beattie gets the rebound, hands it off to her. She says, all right, I'll just make a jump shot instead. 22 points now. The Capitals leading Logan 17. We've got eight minutes left in the second quarter. Megan Michael bringing the ball. Defensive <laughs> pressure has been picked up by Canberra. Much better. Natty Hurst there just all over Kristen Veal and forces up a shot from Veal. He doesn't drop. There goes Jess Bibby. Another foul from Megan Michael. Didn't look to be a lot in it, but Bibby came down fairly hard. But she did approach that basket at maximum velocity as well. That's right. And I think one of the areas of concern for Logan now is that only a minute, two, sorry, two and a quarter minutes into this half, quarter of basketball, they've racked up three team fouls and, uh, you know, that potentially could hurt them uh, coming down the stretch. You know, Canberra are smart enough to get the ball into players in the paint and put them under a lot of pressure and draw some fouls. So Susie Bates has come on for Logan to, to give uh, Megan Michael a bit of a breather. Michael played 
I'm pretty sure almost that entire first quarter so she could just be uh, exhausted more than anything. Logan have possession there down 17-24, seven and a half minutes to go. As we see Purcell feed it into Holly Smith. She kicks it back out to Purcell. Looks to drive hard baseline. No drive there though. She really no. just drives straight into Tracy Beattie. That looked like that hurt. Tracy's holding onto her stomach. Matt Tracy. Purcell shoulder down head first straight into Tracy Beattie's abdomen there. Kristen Veal with the ball. Brings it back outside. Get, tries to get some room. Shoots it on Bibby. No good. Tracy Beattie with the rebound. Here comes the transition. Hurst to Abrams. Abrams pulls it up. Drops it into Tolo. Tolo works on Bianca Abbott. She's fouled. Shots no good. For Tolo will go to the line. And there's that bonus situation, Michelle. Seven minutes, 11 seconds left in this quarter. Capitals will go to the line on every foul. That's right. And that's really not a situation that any team wants to be in. But, uh, you know, particularly... Um you know, the advantage that, that Canberra has in terms of their size in the paint, uh, you know, they will certainly be looking to put the ball in there and, and let the big girls go to work, as well as the fact that, you know, once Canberra get into their transition game, they are deadly and it's very hard to, to stop that and, uh, you know, certainly you don't want to be chasing people up and down the floor in this heat. No Just surprise, uh, Jason Cheney's called a timeout. He knows that they're, they're in trouble now. They're, every defensive foul they make is going to put Canberra on the line. Canberra, a team full of, of good shooters too. Absolutely, Simon. But we have seen this season so far with Canberra that they play, you know, quarters of basketball or they play halves of quarters of basketball. We haven't seen them as yet put together what I would say would be a good, consistent... A game. For yeah. 30, you know, 40-minute game of basketball yep. yet. So, you know, certainly the foul situation is a concern for Logan. But, uh, you know, we, we do know that Canberra... You know, let teams back into games when they really shouldn't. So, not that not that Logan are out of this either. It's only a seven-point game at the moment. Definitely not. As I believe was the case in the uh, the game earlier in the year. I think Logan came uh, back at them and gave them a real scare in that last quarter. Of course, the game Capital snuck out of there with a three-point win, but uh, it could have gone anyway. So Mariana Tolo lines up to shoot the free throw she misses after I've just been talking up what a good shooting free throw shooting team they were although looking at the stats 74% for the season so not fantastic misses the second two Tracy Beattie's going to get pinged with a rebound there came in over the back mm, that was a fairly uh, obvious one Marta Didek, yeah. <laughs> so Tracy picks up her first personal so it'll be back court ball for Logan, Nat Purcell brings the ball up a bit of pressure there from Abrams, almost kept it up Abrams just reach in from behind knocks it free, there's a transition oh, Kel Abrams almost paid back, Kristen Veal with the with the, uh, not quite as long but a fairly long pass there to Natty Hurst but just able to pull it up Bibby gets it in low to Tolo she gets a little sneak back door and she scores 26-17 to 17 now. Kristen Beal in transition gets it to Holly Smith. Oh, mm. Kel Abrams just a hand in the passing lane. Knocks it out. Natty Hurst picks up the scraps. Kicks it out to Bibby. She shoots for three. Oh, just off the front of the ring. I think it's Bibby's first miss of the night. <laughs> no, she, was she missed the first shot. She did. <laughs> Susie Bates now with the ball for Logan. Brings it around, just wandering around the outside of the three-point arc there. Kicks it to Veal. Neil squares up on Nat Hurst, gets some room off the screen, drives on Tolo, Natty Hurst there though to interrupt, kicks it out to Holly Smith, her shot's no good, 
Bevili, another offensive rebound. That's about her uh, third. And then turns back. Quick step to the basket. Makes the layup. Nat Hurst now in transition. Gets it. Ooh, wow. Almost a bit of a sneak play there. Look, I think one of the things is that the uh, actual fatigue is starting to come into the game. Even though we're only a quarter and a half in, there's mistakes being made out there that are a little bit uncharacteristic. And I think that's a reflection of the fact that these girls are playing in pretty uh, oppressive heat at the moment and they've been playing at a pretty fast uh, pace. So Definitely. Capitals are leading 26-19, 5.45 to go in this second quarter as uh, Purcell has the ball on the right-hand wing, looks to put it on the floor and drive hard. Yeah. But Pereira's been called for a hand check, yeah, rightly she, uh, so. Purcell got that all-important first step there on, on uh, Pereira and Pereira just resting the arm on the on the shoulder there, but not allowed to do that. Sarah Graham with the ball, now for Logan. Drops it in, ooh, not a great option. Trying to drop it in there to Holly Smith, who had uh, Bally, um, I think it was Bibby and uh, Tracy Beatty all around her. So Nat Hurst now, things are slowing down a little bit. We're not seeing that mad transition that we've seen the Caps pour on in the last couple of minutes. Pereira now drives right on Purcell. Purcell knocks the ball from behind. She still manages to keep control of it, kick it out to Jess Bibby who knocks down another three. And it was Jess Bibby, I think, who uh, killed Logan as well up in, uh, in Logan. So she's having another night out, Jess Bibby. As we see that uh, Bates has the ball, kicks it to Didak at the high post. Cross to the left-hand wing with Graham. Graham's looking to feed it inside but can't. She gets it back to Bates at the point who kicks it into Holly Smith. He works hard to get the shot off, just unable to make it. Great outlet pass there from Bowley up to Hurst, back out to Jess Bibby, and we got a foul. Bibby shot didn't drop, but we got a foul on Pereira under the basket, just wrestling down there with Sarah Graham. And look, there goes that advantage that Canberra had in that foul situation, Simon. You know, Canberra have racked up three, and Logan have been quite smart and done a good job, and they haven't got another foul in that basically three minutes of play so as we go to a timeout with 4.50 to go in the second quarter Capitals are leading 29-19 they got out to a a seven point lead pretty quickly in the quarter but have only been managed to extend that uh, out to ten in probably the last four or so minutes of this quarter so you know Logan have certainly stemmed the flow definitely things looking uh, quite a bit better although that scoreboard wouldn't suggest it that's certainly, yeah, that's exactly what you said. The Capitals were running away with the game the first two or three minutes of this quarter, but they've been able to slow things down. And uh, you can you see it in the, in the faces of the girls on the bench now. It is hard work out there. We're sitting here talking. Um, you know, it's hard work for us sitting here talking <laughs> in this heat. We're, we're both sucking down the water, but you can imagine what it's like to be running up, playing at, at National League level, up and down the floor. So... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a few more of these, uh, you know, tiredness mistakes, mental mistakes start creeping a bit more into the game as this game wears on because it is just hard work out there. It is, and I think what uh, Cara Grapple have talked to the girls about in her time out is that, you know, defensive pressure girls get up and in, put them under a lot of pressure, and any opportunity we get to run the ball, let's get out and get those lanes. Nicole Romeo's come on for the Caps for her first minutes of the night, so it's Beattie, Romeo... Pereira, Bibby and Bali. So a bit of a second string lineup out there for the Capitals at the moment. Feeling confident, 10 points up. Romeo hits the scoreboard, but not in the way she'd like to. Picks up her first personal foul of the night. 
So as we see some subs coming in for uh, for Logan, Kristen Holly Veal Smith and and uh, Susie Bates take a rest, and Kristen Veal and Rebecca Hayne come Kane, sorry, have come back on. Nearly getting the, almost getting a step on Bibby. Bibby did well to recover, but not well enough to stop the shot. Kristen Veal knocks down another two, so 29 plays 21. Nicole Romeo with the ball for Canberra. Nat Purcell, long arms there. Big task for Romeo to get past her. We've got another off-the-ball foul. That's an offensive foul on Hannah Bowley, I, I believe. Bowley, yep. yep, she picks it up. Another That's illegal screen. They've been pretty tight on that tonight. There's been a few of those called. And uh, we see Hannah will take a rest as uh, Carly Wilson, Carly Wilson comes, comes into, into the lineup for Canberra. Kristen Veal with the ball for Logan. Bringing it up. A little bit of pressure there from Pereira, but not too much. Just run the play. Veal shouting out the instructions. Nat Purcell almost got the step again from Bibby. Bibby's so fast to recover when she gets beaten. And the shot is no good, and Canberra come up with the ball. Just a pass there from Romeo, just pretty wide, and Carly Wilson able to get a hand on it, but but uh, that was it. Nat Purcell, the ball to Veal. Veal's got the ball now. Gets it back to Purcell. Oh, just Bibby just went down there off the ball, didn't see anything flagrant or anything, just maybe tripped on a screen. Well, I think it was a pretty... Uh, Although she's, yeah, she's having a few words to the Yes, to the Purcell uh, made a little bit of room for herself on that lead action there. And good use of the forearm, I'd suggest. As <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wow, see Pereira call for a... Just smart. Veal yeah. just spun and, and got position. Pereira panics and that's going to be her third person. So Kel Abrams immediately up off the bench. She's going to give Pereira a break and Natty Hurst coming back on for Romeo. I think Coach Graf's uh, seen enough of that experiment. Yeah, look, I just think that uh, that group just had some problems with matchups. So, you know, obviously with this group out on the floor, they'll give a bit more balance to the team and uh, provide a bit more, um, a bit better matchups for the Canberra group. As we see, Veal knocks down the first of two of her foul shots. Uh, it's 3.40 to go in the second quarter and... Uh, the score is now as Veal knocks that second one down. 29-23, Canberra uh, leading. So we see Abrams with the ball on the right-hand side, kicks it to Beattie at the point, flicks it across to Bibby on the left, who drives hard. She loves that side of the floor, Simon, as she pulls up for the little jumper and kicks Help. Canberra out to a 31-23 lead. Jess Bibby loves anywhere on the floor. I think she'll shoot from anywhere and is deadly from just about anywhere. Kristen Veal with the ball. Now Bibby again involved, knocks the ball free, but Veal recovers 10 seconds on the shot clock. She drives on Bibby, a little forearm there, not too much, but Bibby went down. The shot's no good, Canberra clean up on the boards. First, back to Bibby. Shot right. clock just hadn't been reset from the Logan drive. Coach Chaney wanted to know what's going on. So is everyone else, but no uh, shot there from Natty Hurst, doesn't drop. Logan in transition now. Graham gets it into Didac, nice and easy there. Just catching Canberra, a little bit of sleep in transition there. 31 plays 25. We've got 2 minutes 40 left in this second quarter. Nat Hurst over to Tracy Beattie. Didak had her. Didak had the, um, the first step on her. That was a good, solid contest. Tracy Beattie was 
beaten and just grabbed onto Didac. The crowd didn't like it, but uh, I really don't think there's any room for complaint there. So she's going to go to the line. Both teams now in the bonus. Credit to Logan. Five minutes now they've been in that bonus situation and have not fouled. No, they've done a great job. So, uh, you know, they've played smart. You know, they got themselves into what could have potentially been a real difficult situation, but uh, they've managed to hold steady as Marta Didek locks, knocks down her first foul shot and the second and makes it a uh, four-point ball game. Canberra leading 31-27. Two and a half minutes to go in this second quarter as we see uh, Rebecca Haynes take a rest and uh, Holly Smith comes back out onto the floor for Logan. Cassie Smith on for Logan as well now, so a few fresh faces out there for them. Abrams now with the ball for Canberra. She gets it into Natty Hurst, deep under the basket. She reverses it back out. Carly Wilson's shot doesn't drop. Holly Smith with the rebound, gets it out to Veely Veely. Just a little turning reverse off the glass. And Natty Hurst bearing down on her at a rate of knots, but smart play, used the body to to defend the ball and and gets another two points. Tolo now at the top of the key. Drains a three on on Marta Tidek's head. She's not having a good night in the paint, so she'll step out to three-point range. That's a part of her game that she's really built this second season with the Caps. She's uh, turned into quite a handy outside shooter. As Didak goes to work against Tolo in the paint and Beattie fouls her hard. Tracy Beattie pretty hard, yeah. I don't know that that was entirely necessary, but... Uh, it's on the arm. It wasn't uh, you know, a vicious foul, but uh, no. definitely chopped the arm away from that uh, attempted layup there from Didak. So Beattie picks up her third... Marta Didak will go to the line. And she's certainly giving uh, Logan a bit of a presence inside. So that's, you know, given uh, them a little bit of a focus offensively and just, you know, put some pressure back on Canberra in terms of having to focus a bit on, on her defensively, which gives some space to some of the other players on the floor. Didak knocks them both down and it's a three-point ball game. 1.42 to go, 34-31, Canberra are leading. Natty Hurst with the ball under pressure from Susie Bates. Gets it over to the right-hand side. Just waiting for the rut play to come through. Carly Wilson now. It's Kel Abrams off the turn. She gets to the free-throw line. Little shake. Oh, thought about the pass. Great pass out to Carly Wilson, who knocks down the 15-foot jump shot. Here's another three-quarter pass from Kristen Veal. It was... Um, Wilson just got a hand Cassie on that Smith. one. Yeah, aimed at Cassie Smith, but Carly Wilson just able to get a fingertip away and knock it out of bounds, so it'll be... Susie Bates inbounding the ball. We've got another foul off the ball. This time it's going to be on Carly Wilson. Yeah, look, I think um, that Logan is setting some pretty physical screens and Canberra are just trying to push them w- their way through them and clearly the referees are going to blow that. So they need to make some adjustments. They need to, uh, you know, make sure that they show high and, uh, you know, make sure that they're talking up and communicating, switch if they have to. But, you know, you can't just stand there and, and let someone screen you and then try and push wow, your way really, through it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. As Cassie Smith knocks down her first, it's got a lot from the line in this last couple of minutes. Hey, wherever you can get them, this knocks down the second. That's right. It's a three-point ball game, 36 plays, 33. Kel Abrams, ooh, dubious inbound pass there from Tracy Beattie, but abs up to the task. Susie Bates now defending her. We've got a screen off the moving screen, this time going against Logan. It's going to be on Susie Bates, her first personal. And Kel Abrams will go to the line. For uh, what I'm sure all the players are appreciating these rests while they go to the free throw line. 
just a, a chance to suck in a bit of air as Abs makes the first of the free throws puts them up now 37 playing 33 and Isis the second as well Holly Smith will inbound the ball for Logan full court pressure from Canberra good transition Cassie Smith has got the ball in the front court now gets it into Didak little give and go passes not a great one broken up by Canberra away in transition Nathurst pulls up at the free throw line nails a shot just a quick release Nathurst special there now we're back out to a 7 point ball game 40 plays 33 46 seconds left Kristen Beal with the ball in offence for Logan bit of a clear out trying to get some room there to work on Abrams gets uh, away from her gets it into Didak Didak very slow to move Frustration there from Coach Cheney. I don't know if you heard the uh, the big far out there, but just frustrating stuff. Probably Kristen Veal should have pulled up for that shot rather than kick yeah. it into Didak there. Matty Hurst now with the ball, just winding down the seconds. There's about a 10 second differential between the game and shot clock. Carly Wilson at the top of the key with the ball for Canberra. Again, that same move from Abrams. Came off the screen, wrapped around, kicked it out. But this time, Logan ready for it. Got a hand in the passing lane. Kristen Beer with the ball now. Eight seconds left. Drives into the shot. Offensive foul this time. Carly Wilson gets across in front. Yeah, I think that was just a little bit of indecision from Kristen Veal. She uh, was obviously thinking that... Uh, as we see, I'm just trying to find out what's happening here. Timeout's being called by the Capitals as... Six seconds to go in the second quarter, and uh, they lead 40 to 33. Uh, foul counts, you know, both teams are in the bonus situation, so full credit to Logan to, uh, you know, not really um, let that disadvantage them. They got into the foul trouble early in, the, in that quarter, but not let that really be of a great disadvantage to them. And, uh, you know, they've done a good job of sticking out. I think Marta Didak has started to have a little bit of an impact inside. You know, she certainly frustrated Tracy Beattie down there yep. and saw Tracy, you know, foul on a couple of occasions and uh, she's giving people a target inside which is great. So you can get your veal, you know, out there wheeling and dealing and having, you know, we've seen her make a couple of nice little dumps to her off penetration so it certainly opens up a new element to the game. So, well you can't um, let a player that size get anywhere near the key no, and be alone. No. So if nothing else as you said, she's drawing that attention. That's, right. That's exactly right. So, you know, we saw Bibby go on a bit of a hot streak and uh, knocked some points down and uh, you know when Canberra got out and started to get a little bit of transition and momentum going in the game they were looking extremely dangerous but you know full credit to Logan they've done a great job of, of stemming the flow as I said earlier and uh, you know seven points is a, not a you know that's a minute turnaround in this league so we'll wait yeah, and see what happens with this last sec- six seconds I'm sure that Canberra would have been talking about the play they were going to run which I'd imagine yeah, would be that they'll just play flat to let Hurst go to work and then uh, find the open player in sight. Oh. Not going to plan there. Natty Hurst having to force off a pretty big, uh, pretty tough shot. Kristen Veal with about a three-quarter length shot there after the shot clock. Still at the ring, though. So, half-time. The Capitals, 40, uh, leading the Logan Thunder, 33. So... We, we talked about it during the game, during the, uh, that quarter there, Michelle, about uh, just how Logan and, and both cameras are starting to get a little bit lazy there. Just, well, not lazy, it's just the heat. It's starting to 
to impact on them and uh, it's uh, it, as you said earlier it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the game pans out it will uh, a seven point lead at this stage is, is pretty handy that's right and there was a pretty big announcement in Canberra during the week uh, Simon Peters there was a, com- a press release issued talking about the fact that the possibility of Lauren Jackson coming back to play for Canberra this season a lot of uh, a lot of things that need to be put in place before that happens. So we've got Craig Ravel's going to have a chat with Mark Cartwright. He's just going to Mark gets a seat and uh, just to let you know, straight after we speak with Cardi, uh, Mark Aston will be speaking to Patrick Mills and uh, gee Cardi, hasn't Canberra got some uh, basketball talent in it at the moment with uh, well, Patrick Mills just back from the United States and of course uh, during the week the announcement that the Capitals uh, are working hard to try and get Loz back to the Caps, where she belongs. <laughs> yeah, indeed, Craig. It's great to see Patty here, actually. Um, you know, I, I think you, I got the dud deal here, but trying to trying to be the entree to Pat Mills. But uh, <laughs> no, the uh, the Lauren situation is uh, is genuinely exciting. Uh, it's legitimate, and um, yeah, the next four or five days will tell the story. Now, it's my understanding that well, trade window, uh, trade window, or uh, player. Um, player registration window closes in what five days time so at the moment the the business in Canberra has responded uh, extremely well and I believe that you've actually secured or you have promises that if the uh, contracts can be sorted out you can actually get lost to Canberra now is that right or have I got that uh, wrong? I think you might be a little bit ahead of the game there Craig okay. but uh, yeah it's well and truly underway uh, the Chief Minister was uh, exceptionally generous and kicked things off and you know uh, Chief Minister understands the, the quality of someone like Lauren Jackson what she brings to the city and uh, uh, you know and, and the fact that she is you know essentially a Canberra gal so well, there's a chance to, to keep someone like that on your books and uh, have her in the community for three or four months you, you jump at that so and, and now we have John Mackay heading up a group that's uh, you know, working amongst the business community, and you know, I guess the the information we're getting is that uh, there's a, a a distinct possibility, in fact, a real likelihood that the the funds will be raised. You know, the real thing is Lauren has to Lauren and her agent have to uh, work things out at the Russian end, and then you know there is a reality too that whilst uh, we're working very hard to bring together what is a pretty tidy sum of money for the Canberra community in a short amount of time that there will be enormous offers elsewhere as well. So, you know, there are three or four balls in the air at the moment, Craig, and, you know, we've only got five days to bring it all together. But, uh, you know, Lauren's been exceptional. She said she, she wants to be here, and uh, that's enough for me. We'll keep ploughing ahead. Well, you, you talk about uh, John Mackay, of course, uh, and he's been a great supporter of basketball in the ACT. But uh, to, to give the listeners some idea of how good he is at lobbying the uh, local community, He's a man that was able to uh, rally businesses together to get Macuto back to Canberra when he came back on the market. Uh, of course, an Australian wallaby and, uh, and returned to Brumby. So he, he's got the runs on the board when it comes to he goes out and asks people for help. They normally say, yes, sir. Oh, there's, there's no doubt John's connected. And uh, again, this is the great thing about this city, that we, we appreciate people who are uh, exceptional at what they do, you know, and... and, and I guess the community coming together and trying to find a way to keep people like Lauren Jackson in town, um, you know, and, and, and keeping people like Carrie Graff 
you know, as well as some uh, great people with business acumen, great leaders in the community. Robin Archer's come to town now. Uh, you know, th- they're people that are that are the world's best, and for it's, for a city like Canberra, that's genuinely exciting to be surrounded by fantastic people who not only are terrific at uh, you know at what they're they're paid to do, i.e. basketball in our case, but you know I really think it does have a ripple effect on the broader community. And uh, you know if, if if we can find a way to to uh, to keep Lauren here, I think uh, the whole of Canberra will, will see a huge benefit over the coming months. It also gets to a point uh, with Lauren that uh, she has got a finite time left to play, and you know there's a few records that she can have: a one club player in the WNBA and a, a two-club but one professional club in the WNBL record, whereas we, we see someone like Veerley, who is an absolute champion, we'd love to see her back at Canberra, but since she left the capital, she's really you know, had a tough time finding a, a home, which is uh, what, of course, uh, Abs, Sharpie, um, and uh, uh, Natty Hurst and all those other players, they've found that home and they're, they're settled. Of course, Natty a junior, so she was always going to be here, I hope. Yeah, indeed, and, and look, Lauren's a, a special person. Um, you know, whilst commercially, you know, as a female athlete uh, on this planet this time, it, it, it's tough to make a living. So you've got to earn while you can. And so she's got to look after herself commercially because she's the best in the world. But uh, on the other hand, with Loz, it's not all about the bucks. And, you know, she, she needs to earn a living, absolutely, but... She remembers what a great city this is. She's, she's got fond memories here. We looked after her. She was great for this city. Um, and uh, I think the opportunity to come back, play for the single club, really leave a legacy here in Canberra and uh, you know, work under Carrie Graff again with a new breed of players coming through. You know, Last time Loz was here, Natty Hurst was like a deer in headlights as number eight or nine on our bench. You look at her now, she's a starting star point guard. So you know, they're things that I think uh, enthuse Loz and... I've known Loz for 10 years now and I know one thing about her she's an incredible competitor and once she commits to something she'll give it her all so you know we're working very hard if it comes to fruition it'd be wonderful well Cardi it's been a pleasure to catch up with you we wish you all the best it's it's going to be a high pressure five days I can can feel it now yeah it'll be exciting watch this space Uh, thanks very much for your time Craig no worries Uh, Mark Cartwright joining us here, sideline, as we get ready for uh, Mark Aston to uh, join us. And Well, Mark, uh, you have had the chance to see so many uh, uh, great players come through the AIS and come through Canberra basketball. The next man you'll be speaking to, though, has probably eclipsed the feats of just about everyone, except for Lauren Jackson, but uh, we're sure Patrick is going to get some of those uh, laudances before his career's out. Indeed he is, and uh, let me just pick, fix that microphone. As uh, Patrick Mills uh, joins us here on Sport Radio, Patrick uh, drafted by the Portland Trailblazers in the NBA, and then uh, first practice session injury <laughs> must yeah. be frustrating. Yeah, definitely um, frustrating. Um, that's probably um, yeah, not 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 the there's probably a better word to use for frustrating, but it was definitely a, a lot of emotions mixed in one. Um, it wasn't ideal, but um, that's what happened, and yeah, had to live with it. But they've signed you to a contract for a couple of years, so uh, you're in the NBA for for a couple of years. So th- that's the good news. Yeah, definitely. That was um, obviously my goal since I was a kid um, to, to obviously get drafted and, and be on an NBA team. So 
um, you know, the, the dream is kind of almost coming true. Um, you know, the next stage now is to, to try and cement my spot and, um, you know, get some game time under my belt. How is the injury? All fixed up? Yeah, injury's, injury's good now. Um, probably got another month to go before I'm fully back on the court, you know, playing um, up and down. Um, going to start um, running next week, um, so, you know, it's been five months now, so probably six months and, you know, going to be the, the period where I, where I was out for, so it's um, been a very long time, very frustrating time, but, you know, for now I'm, I'm on a team and, um, you know, just going to try and do the best I can to, to get healthy. Do, do they talk to you often about what they're expecting of you for this year? Um, yeah, look, you know, obviously I'm, I'm the 15th um, spot on the team, so, um, you know, there's not that much expectation, but, you know, there, there is already some some expectation once you get onto a team, whether you're the first um, spot on the, on the roster or you're the 15th. Um, but, you know, for me and what they've told me to, to focus on so far is just, you know, get healthy, and once you get healthy and you get... Um, back playing again, um, you know, we can worry about other stuff and, you know, start to focus on some other things. But now my main goal is to, is to try and, um, you know, get the foot better. And, of course, there were some other teams that uh, were interested in you as well. So um, it looks like you there's enough interest in the NBA that even if you don't uh, get to play with Portland, maybe some other team might uh, eventually pick you up as well. Yeah, well, like I said, it was a frustrating time when I did get injured, but, um, yeah, it did all of a sudden turn around, and I was kind of in a, in a win-win situation um, and with, with other teams, you know, wanting to, um, you know, put their hand in and sign me as well, and I kind of put Portland in a, in a situation where they had to make their mind up as soon as possible, and um, so, I mean, you know, I'm in the real world now where, where only business decisions are made and, you know, based on nothing else, um, so it's exciting, but um, you know you can't really um, you can't really count or trust on a lot of people uh, in, in this business anyway. You, you just want to get out there on the court and show what you can do, and we, we saw that at the Olympics. Yeah, definitely. And you know, once I do get better, that that's that's all I'm gonna you know want to do is to get out there and and you know show that that you know I, I can compete at that level. Um, and like you said, um, had one showing at the, at the Olympic Games in in Beijing, so. Um, you know, I know that I, that I can compete at that level, so um, just when I'm, when I'm given the chance, I make the most of it. What was that like when you came up against the Americans? Because that was an all-star American team. It wasn't... Uh, it was a pretty good team, some pretty good names out there, you know, some guy named James and Kobe and, you know, some <laughs> yeah. pretty fair basketballers. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely, um, you know, probably the, the most remembered game that, I, you know, that will be stuck in my mind for a very long time um, you know coming up against guys like Kobe Bryant and, and LeBron James Dwayne Wade Camelo Anthony I mean every name that you that you pick out on that team is um, you know an, an NBA superstar and, and has been in the league and will be in the league for, for some time so um, it was a great experience for me um, had a lot of fun um, and now I'm, I'm hoping to, to do that um, in the NBA and at some stage you might be playing alongside uh, some of those guys as well yeah, hopefully, you know, that's the goal. Um, there's already, you know, guys like that on the Portland team, Brandon Roy, LaMarcus Aldridge, Greg Oden. So, um, you know, like I said, um, my goal in, in the future, once I get healthy, is to try and cement a spot and, um, you know, play play a role um, in, in that, you know, alongside those guys. Yeah, because Portland's a young team. Um, 
they've done a bit of rebuilding, but they've got some real, uh, some pretty good talent that they've uh, drafted and brought in over the last couple of years. It'd be exciting to be part of that. Yeah, we are, and it is. It is a young team, and um, it's a great team. Um, probably our, our oldest guy that we have is Andre Miller, the, the more experienced guy. Obviously, we just got him um, this year. Um, but but everyone, everyone else is is young and um, you know a real talented. And I mentioned um, Brandon Roy and the Marcus Aldridge, probably the most uh, popular on the team. Um, and then you you know you got guys coming up like um, Travis Outlaw and Jared Bayless. Um, so it is, it is very exciting. Guys like um, Nicholas Batum and Rudy Fernandez, who are obviously from from um, Europe. Um, so you know we we can definitely um, go a long way this season in the NBA if everyone um, you know stays healthy. Um, at the moment, we're we're ten ten wins and, and four losses. I think we just um, beat Detroit last night and um, play Golden State Warriors in our next game. So you you're heading back over next week. Yeah, head back over, try and um, you know get settled in again. Um, I've already been there for, for a couple of months already. Um, came over here to, to visit the family before I'm gone for a longer period of time. Yep, well, all the best, and uh, thanks a lot for taking this time at halftime here. We'll let you get back to enjoy the uh, the second half, and uh, all the best when you get back over there. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks, Pat. Pat Mills there. Drafted. He's going back to the Portland Trailblazers. We'll catch you later. And uh, we're certainly looking forward to... Uh, watching his career, we saw him in the Beijing Olympics, uh, what a great player Patrick Mills was and uh, he's going to show it in the NBA in years to come I'm sure that Simon's back and Michelle, we've got the second half coming up. Yep, definitely great pleasure there to, to catch up with Patty Mills. I've uh, a bit surprised to see him here, I was watching the NBA uh, only two weeks ago and he was sitting at the bench with Portland and uh, of course he's recovering from that injury to his ankle that uh, has put him out and, and almost threatened his NBA career but uh, Portland had the foresight to sign him up for two years and uh, give him a run because they, they've obviously seen the potential in him that, that we, uh, we know he's got here in Canberra. Michelle's got a uh, quick uh, look at the stats before this second half gets underway. Yeah, look, the stats are pretty even looking across the board. You know, overall, turnovers 11 to 12, total rebounds 14 to 13. Uh, not much difference in any of the stats except for the shooting percentage. Uh, Canberra have gone 15 from 29 from the field at 52% and... Uh, Logan have gone 11 from 30 at 37% from the field. Points in the paint, Logan are actually outstripping um, the Caps in points in the paint, but points off the bench 17 to 10 in favour of the Capitals. Just Bibby did a, had a fair bit of scoring, 14 points there. That, well, sorry, 15 points. That would be uh, that'd be affecting the Capitals' points in the paint. Certainly <laughs> would. Bibby and Natty Hurst outside shooting as the game gets back underway. Natty Hurst goes baseline. Just prove me wrong. End of the keyway there, but it's broken up the pass there from Megan Michael. She ends up giving it to Kristen Veal, who brings the ball up the floor. For Logan, pulls up for a three-point shot and nails it. 40 plays, 35. Abrams has the ball in the point as we just have our view blocked by the famous uh, <laughs> um, Sex Academy coach and Patrick Mills. <laughs> Little foul off the ball there on the pass. I think it's going to be uh, Tola. No. Holly Smith, her second personal. So uh, Canberra will inbound the ball from the baseline. Quick pass from Kel Abrams to Carly Wilson. She knocks down the jump shot. And uh, Canberra are up 42 36. 
Natalie Purcell now with the ball for Logan gets it to Didek Didek out to Veal Kristen Veal outside the three point line on the left gets it into Didek she goes to work on Tracy Beattie gets some room nice little drop step there blows past Beattie in the end and a little layup off the glass Carly Wilson now feeds it into Tolo Tolo back out to Beattie Beattie drives on Didek kicks it to Abrams Abrams back into Beattie she's deep under the basket there she kicks it back out to Kel Abrams who nails the three Tracy Beattie drawing three defenders there at one stage so Logan clearly worried about her getting in there under the basket yeah good patience from Beattie to find uh, Abrams on the perimeter Veal feeds the ball to Smith in the corner Holly Smith that is kicks it back out to Marta Didek who looks at the three comes up short saw Tolo do it in the first half and thought I'll have a go but not, uh, not good on this occasion Natty Hurst now in transition Carly Wilson with the ball on the left gets it into Beattie in the low post out to Tolo at the top of the key she drives now on Smith gets some room good uh, defensive stop from Megan Michael just came across and made that a difficult drive and it was Holly Smith who came right over the rebound but that's Carly Wilson there's broken up the, uh, the pass in transition we got a foul off the ball again Marta Didak getting called for the foul this time her first personal Coach Jason Cheney wants to have a chat about that one so he's uh, referee he going on with a call from earlier on before that foul Michelle he's quite irate about something I didn't pick up what it was but he's still still clearly pretty agitated Carly Wilson now drives in dumps it out to Beattie Beattie just hands it off to Calabin to the three takes five foot inside the arc and puts up a shot it's no good almost chased down her own rebound but Holly Smith taps it to Veal Veal now pushes it up the floor back out to Smith top of the key goes to Megan Michael she drives left Natty Hurst just caught out of really position really had no option there Natty sort of landed a bit gingerly I thought she was hobbling there for a second let's hope that that's all good no she's walking away looks good so <laughs> bit of a scare there for the Caps fans Megan Michael will line up knocks down, no, misses rims out this is the first of her free throws Caps leading 45 to 38 as, make that 39 as Michael makes the second of her free throws Natty Hurst in transition up to Wilson, Wilson back out to Tracy Beattie at the top of the key into Abrams backs it out outside the three drops it into Tolo in the low post she goes to work, Natty Hurst gets some room Kristen Veal got a hand on the shot count that as a block but it goes out of bounds and it'll be a baseline ball yeah, it's probably the biggest advantage Veal has in that matchup is the height another foul off the basket off the ball sorry yeah I can understand a little bit of Jason's uh, frustration with this because early in the game in the first half they really weren't calling a lot of that uh, screen action foul in the paint and they've just changed the way they're blowing that a little bit after their oh, wow. half time talk. oh it's getting quite physical they missed a couple of headshots there Carly Wilson shoots from outside it's no good Megan Michael comes up with the rebound Veal now back to Michael trying to hit post, oh Holly Smith gets around Tolo but great uh, recovery there from it was Carly Wilson Natty Hurst, wow a lot of pressure under that shot from Megan Michael, that shot doesn't go down and it's Logan in 
offensive transition. It's frenetic stuff out there. Matt Purcell drives baseline, gets the basket. Now Caps are up at 100 miles an hour, up the floor again. Natty Hurst, Kel Abrams into Tracy Beatty gets a good position, gets a seal on Didek, slides into the low post there and gets a basket. Oh, Kel Abrams almost with the steal off the field pass. 47 plays 41, 6-29 remaining in this uh, third quarter. Marta Didek signaling the bench there. She wanted a sub. She looks to be really struggling under the feet. But it's uh, Bianca Abbott who comes on. Holly Smith. Purcell into Abbott. Ooh, had a mismatch there on Abrams, but couldn't hang on to the pass. And Carly Wilson comes up with it. Abrams now in transition. Bad oh, pass. Turns Christian it over. Field just stepped into the lane and said, thank you very much. She pulls it back out, wants to run a play, get some room. Purcell now into Abbott. She turns on Wilson. Moves around. Yep, too much moving around there. Too much shuffling to try to get position. Yeah, just that you know, just dragged her foot on that occasion. Felt a bit of the pressure, I think. And as we see Herrera coming in for Hurst, and we see that Marta Didek has given some really good minutes for Logan early in this second half, and uh, certainly throughout the second exhausted. quarter as well. Yeah. Uh, takes a rest as well. Capitals lead 47-41, 5:50 to go in this third quarter. As Tola has the ball in the low post, kicks it out to Bibby on the perimeter, who feeds it back in. A bit of two-man game happening there with. Bibby back on the taller post and uh, makes a nice, easy, short-range jump shot. 16 points now for Bibby. Kristen Veal with the ball. Sorry, 17 for Bibby. <laughs> Kristen Veal with the ball now for Logan. Gets it to Purcell. Purcell, oh. a lot of contact there for both of them. I'm not sure who instigated, but ends up coming in the hands of Kel Abrams. Oh! Pereira's quick, wow. but she couldn't even chase she that run one down. down. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, it'll be a Logan ball from the baseline. Veal has the ball. She'll bring it up against Pereira. Seeing some back court screen action happening and uh, creates some space for herself. Pulls up Ooh. and takes the three, but unable to make it. Canberra gets possession and Abrams pushes it down to Bibby in the corner that she loves on the left hand side. Unable to make it on that occasion, but Pereira comes up with an offensive board. Yeah, She'll reset. Deep into the baseline there. Had to basically shoot past the backboard. But it's Capitals now. Tolo get, wrestles the ball on the, on the low post feed from Pereira and she scores. Kristen Beal's gone to the floor. She's looking tired now. Both teams really just going to flat out as Purcell now with the ball gets it into Abbott. Abbott in the post. Shot's no good. Good solid D from Carly Wilson. Ooh, and it's... Um, Cassie Smith there just knocks the ball out of bounds from Pereira. It's going to be Kel Abrams is going to inbound the ball in their backcourt, Canberra's backcourt. Gets it into Pereira. Cassie Smith now defending her pretty closely. Pereira kicks it over to Abrams at the top of the key, gives herself some room. Bibby needs half a second of daylight there. Whoa! What a clashing of bodies on the rebounding contest. No call this time. Rebecca Haynes gives it off to Veal. Veal to Purcell. Purcell back out to Abbott. Outside shot. Doesn't drop. Carly Wilson with the rebound. Shots drying up for Logan. Pereira whips it down to Bibby. Bibby gets it into Tolo in the post. Gives herself some room. Definite contact there from 
Pereira, the Pereira Purcell, sorry, just reaching in. Puts a hand up. That's her fourth personal. Logan are going to be back in this game. They're going to need... No, Bianca Abbott the foul was called on. I was going to say, I didn't think that was Purcell's fourth. She only has one. So Abbott sits down and that's not good for Logan. Tolo takes a breather. She's been working very hard. Yeah, I think fight. as soon as uh, Didac hit the floor again, I think Coach Graff said, OK, get out there, Tracy Beatty. Yep. That's your matchup. <laughs> a lot of pushing off the ball. Ooh, oh, big wow. block. Just Bibby just going for another one of her quick release shots, but Rebecca Haynes read that like a book and knocked it out of bounds. So it's going to be camera ball. Plenty on the shot clock, 22. 3.47 left in the game. 51 plays 41. Pereira with the ball now. Gets it to Bibby. Yeah, just Haynes. Just caught behind. Clumsy. Yeah, just way out of position there. She picks up her uh, first personal of the night. Jess Bibby will go to the line to shoot the bonus. 5-1 the foul count for this third quarter. 3.41 left. It's a similar situation, well, sorry, it's a lot more time gone, but a similar situation to what happened in the second quarter, Simon, where uh, Logan got into some very early um, team foul situation, but were smart enough to play and not let that affect really the game. So they have to try and do that again, but it does take its toll. I've had an extra ten minutes of running around in this heat between now and then, though, so that, uh, that could have an effect. Seems to be some sort of confusion with the bench. I think, he, I think actually what the question is is that uh, Jason Cheney's questioning whether that foul that was called on Abbott was actually on Abbott because we both saw it and thought it was Purcell who committed the foul. Really Purcell. Uh, but uh, the referee actually well. sing- signalled that it was Abbott and that has given her her fourth and that's what Cheney was actually. And he's definitely saying it is number 10. It's confirmed. Yep. So it yeah, is well, her fourth. We didn't see it, which doesn't mean it didn't happen. That's right. Certainly <laughs> Purcell was coming across the arms as well. Just Bibby misses the first of the free throws. Lines up for the second, knocks it down, so Bibby up to 18. Logan now, Sarah Graham hasn't played a lot of minutes tonight, Graham. No, she hasn't. Didak now bringing the ball up, just gets it over into the front, front court. Graham now with the ball, drives on. Ooh, oh, big Jeff block. Bibby comes across. Offensive transition is going to go coast to coast. Easy layup for Kel Abrams. Capitals 54, leading Logan 41. Coach Cheney wants to have a chat about it. The game's starting to get out of reach. Yeah, nice move down there. Tracy Beattie caused a lot of pressure there for Graham, and uh, in effect, uh, didn't shepherd in the, in the true AFL sense of a shepherd, but. Uh, was able to block her vision of Jess Vivi coming over for the block. <laughs> that's, that's Jess Vivi right. doesn't get too many blocks. She'll be, she'll be cheering she'll, up that one. She'll be pretty happy weeks. with that one. That's <laughs> right. Look, Canberra is starting to uh, run away with this game. It's still only a 13-point lead with three and 3.20 to go in the third quarter, but they certainly, in terms of the, of the feel and momentum the of the dynamic, game, yeah. and the dynamic of the game, exactly, Simon, I think Canberra is starting to feel that ascendancy. And, uh, you know, I think that very important time out here for... Um, Coach Cheney to get his girls together, regroup, focus them again. Tired they are, but they do need to try and play it out. They've got to play tomorrow night against the AIS 
in Canberra and you'll be calling that game, Simon, live from the AIS at uh, 7 or 7.30. I'm not entirely sure what time it is, but you can hear that one here on sportradio.com.au. And uh, as we see Logan come out of the timeout, they're going with Didac, uh, Haynes, Purcell, Veal and Graham. And Canberra's lineup has been some subs during that timeout. Pereira, Vivi, Wilson, Abrams and Beattie. So three minutes 20 left in this third quarter. Kristen Veal back on for Logan. They need some special play from her. Abbott on four fouls sitting out. That's going to hurt Logan's chances. Veal now gets a bit of room. Just Bibby bumping up with her. Goes into Didac. She kicks it out to Graham. Purcell gives herself some room. Outside shot. No good. Well shot. Carly Wilson's making a a living down there just cleaning up the scraps off Logan's misses tonight makes another rebound Pereira now in the front court for Canberra gets it to Beattie, out to Wilson Wilson thought about the drive picked it up through Abrams over to Pereira little turn on the baseline there from Carly Wilson bit of a tipping competition there both Didac and Beattie just vying for control it ended up uh, Didac falling down and Tracy B Knocked it out of bounds. So, Negated in a way, Dardak won. <laughs> That's right. Purcell with the ball now. Kicks it up to Bates. Bates pushes it deep down to Holly Smith. Holly Smith back out to Purcell. Round to Bates. She's got plenty of room. Had an open shot. Didn't want it. Gives it to Dardak. Carly Wilson's hands too good. Quick transition. Abrams to Pereira. To Jess Bibby. Who trailed uh, Pereira up the court. Pereira effectively able to take out the defence uh, out of that equation and 20 points now for Jess Bibby in this in this game Kristen Veal now gets the ball over to Bates outside the three, well outside on the right hand side nowhere to go drives into the wall of traffic there, gets free, little shot nice work made, a, made something out of nothing there, she was well locked up and was able to just give herself a bit of room there and shoot it over the top of Pereira Pereira has the ball at the point. She penetrates past Bates. Kicks it out to uh, Abrams on the perimeter for the three. She can't make it, but it looks like Wilson got a hand to it, unable to pick it up, and Veal comes away with the uh, with the rebound. Knocked away just on the baseline there, but it'd uh, still be a Logan possession. A bit lucky there. Kristen Veal was under a lot of pressure from Kel Abrams. Had to change direction. Unfortunately, that direction was straight into Tracy Beattie. Some fresh bodies coming onto the floor, Simon. We've got Hurst and Bowley back on for Canberra, along with Jess, oh, sorry, Jess McCormack was in the last sub situation. Purcell carrying the ball for Logan. Kicks it to Michael. Across to Bates at the point. She's getting them organised here. Looking to find some open space. As it's uh, Purcell with the ball on the wing. Tries to feed it into Didac, but uh, it's read by Hurst, and she just picks it off and... Forces it out of bounds with four seconds on the shot clock. Logan have got to get a quick one off here. Camera man up. Megan Michael, I don't think she knows the clock's at four. She drives on, Natty Hurst kicks it off. I don't think she had any idea of where the shot clock was. Yeah. One minute and eight seconds left. 56 plays 43. It's just a point guard error. You've got to tell your group what's <laughs> happening, but Kristen Veal's sitting on the bench, so they may not yep. have heard her. Yep. Hurst bringing the ball up from the floor, up the floor. Bowley sets his ball screen and works around it, but uh, nothing comes from it. Pereira gets it at the point. She kicks it into McCormick inside. Nice little baby Ooh. hook. 
doesn't drop for her unfortunately and it'll be a uh, ball, Logan ball from the baseline that's a nice little sort of shoulder height little hook over the over the defence Bates with the ball for Logan brings it up Pereira defending her closely she kicks it off to Purcell Purcell's got Jess Bibby defending her Ooh, Bibby coming off a lot of screen action and uh, Purcell then knocks down the outside jumper 56 place 45 11 point game 25 seconds left about 7 second differential between the shot and game clock Pereira now drives into traffic kicks it out to Bowley out to Bibby gives us off some room dribbles in puts up the shot no good oh dear McCormick went up don't think she was not tunnelled in the the, the way we'd think but just her size and, and her elevation just caught Megan Michael off guard and uh, both of them came down pretty heavy but they got up pretty quick looks to be no no serious damage baseline backcourt ball for Logan Susie Bates with the ball Pereira giving her a little bit of grief up the floor but gets it into the front court a lot of moving screens out there which no one's calling anymore um, Marta Didak Ooh, got the shot off before the buzzer but it doesn't drop so the three quarter time 56 plays 45 again probably a good last couple of minutes there Michelle for, uh, for Logan it was really threatening to blow out there they were able to stem that flow again and, and keep it to a 13 well it was 13 up to 15 back to an 11 point game at the, at the break yeah they did we talked about an, uh, when uh, Coach Chaney called that time out that it was you know Canberra really had the momentum starting to build and it looked like they were starting to get a real ascendancy in the game but Logan came out of the timeout and you know got back to doing some of the good things that they were doing earlier in the game and stemmed once again stemmed the flow and we know that 11 points I think it, uh, I think in the game against Logan in, uh, in on the Gold Coast earlier this season that uh, Canberra got out to a, I think they had an 11 or 12 point league and then uh, in the last quarter we saw Logan come back to only lose by three so we do know that Logan can certainly you know make a, a run at this Canberra group which I'm sure that's you know that'll be something that they have in their mind as well as Canberra will have that in their mind. Coaching question what do you do with Bianca Abbott? She got four fouls do you arrest her do you bring her in in a, in a situation where you are where, where she can maybe ride out the rest of the game deeper into the fourth quarter, or do you start her? Trust yeah. her to be careful. Look, admit that she, you know, she's one of your better players. She's not going to do anything on the bench. Yeah, look, she's not. She's not going to give you anything off the bench. Although I do think that the group that he had out there for that last couple of minutes, he was getting some pretty good mileage out of like I don't know the players well enough to know but I would probably given that that group was doing a good job I'd probably retain that group there for a couple of minutes and bring her on and give her some time coming down the stretch and so that looks like exactly what he's done <laughs> Michelle yeah it looks like that but it's, it's difficult not knowing the players exactly you know your own players temperaments you understand where they play better from how they play how well they can play with fouls or without fouls all that sort of stuff but he's obviously made the call the group that he had on the floor at the end there were doing a pretty good job for him. He's got her sitting there, you know, sit her for a couple more minutes and then get her out there to play out the end of the game. So, Michael, Holly Smith, Didek, Purcell and Veal on for Logan. Hurst, Pereira, Tolo, Abrams and Hannah Bowley on for the Capitals. It's going to be Logan with the ball. Kristen Veal bringing the ball up under pressure. From Natalie Hurst, she gets it to Purcell. Oh, now, Abrams, Abrams come up with steal. steal. 
and then we got a, a frustration reach in there for Purcell. So she picks up her, uh, my, my count, her second, yep, second personal foul. Great work from Kel Abrams to just, you're talking about that ascendancy that the Capitals uh, seem to be exhibiting now, Michelle. Bowley with the ball outside the three, hands it off to Natty Hurst, left hand side. Swings it across through Pereira to Kel Abrams. Gives us up a little bit of room into Tolo in the post. Back into Great two man play there from Canberra. Tolo's deep in under the basket. Ooh. D looked good, but uh, the referee's seen something there that we didn't. Marta Didak, she'll pick up her second personal. Yeah, look, in Canberra, we're just very patient there with Abrams and Tolo just playing a two man game there and. Uh, Eventually, with Tolo going to work and uh, drawing a foul out of it. Did they call that one on Didac, Simon? On Didac, yeah. Yeah, I actually think it was Holly Smith who actually fouled it. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, unlucky there for, for uh, Logan too because uh, Tolo was deep under the basket, nowhere she was going. And she makes both free throws just to uh, accentuate that bad luck. So 58 plays 45, 9.30 left in this last quarter. Purcell over to Megan Michael. Looking to get it to Veal, but uh, not really in position to make that pass. Swings it around. Oh, big shove off there from Holly Smith. Kristen Veal gets all alone on the Pereira. Uh, and look, she might have. I mean, you know, that's, as a coach, it really annoys me when a player gets knocked to the floor and they sit there and call for the foul instead of getting you back up on your right. feet play and the play the defense so <laughs> yeah. that uh, your player doesn't score a layup, whether you're fouled or not. That's right. Anyway. Kristen Veal goes up to. 15 points, top scorer for Logan. Pereira now with the ball. Gets it to Tolo, over to Abrams. Abrams back to Bali at the top of the key. Right to Pereira, through to Hurst. She puts up the three. Oh, big Nailed three. The shot. 61 now plays 47. 14 points now for Hurst. Purcell with the ball. For Logan, drives off the screen. A lot of pressure there from Pereira, and I think eventually going to get caught for the foul. Purcell did really well to get a shot away off of that in the end, and under a lot of pressure, and she didn't miss it by a whole lot. So not at all. That was a pretty nice, pretty tough move. I think, uh, yeah, you could have called Pereira for a foul for about a second and a half there. She was right up in her face and, and bodying her up. Purcell's, uh, Purcell's a sole player, and she's one of the underrated players in our league. She's a yeah, well, she's, you know, played for New Zealand, yeah. um, international player, and uh, played in this league for a few a few years now, so she's a, a good, solid performer. Misses that free throw, though. Kel Abrams gets a body in the way on the rebound, and a bit of a contest. It's knocked out of bounds by Logan, and it'll be Capitals ball in their backcourt. Kel Abrams on the baseline, gets to Hurst, back out to Abrams. Eight minutes and 20 seconds, 61, plays 47, 14-point game. Logan need to uh, whittle away this margin if they're going to get back in this game. Pereira with the ball now. Kristen Veal defending her. Kicks it to Hurst. Hurst gets a little bit of... Oh, bit ooh, of love. Yeah, bit of attention. Nothing too overt, but enough for her to cough up the ball. But Hannah Bali returns the favour, gets a hand in the passing lane and gets a steal. Natty Hurst now outside the three. Back to Bali. Back to Hurst. Drops it in low to Tolo. Tolo turns right. Gets inside. A lot of attention there. I think again they might be calling that on Didek, but no, this time it was Holly oh, Smith who's yeah. in for the foul. Smith, a uh, couple of hacks on the arm there. Subs coming on, Bibby for Hurst. 
Wilson for Abrams. I'm really liking the minutes that Canberra are getting out of Hannah Bowley. She's doing a great job for him. She's doing all the little stuff. She's getting hands in passing lanes. She's picking up rebounds. She's getting the good screens for players. And, uh, you know, she's just distributing the ball. She's, she's really giving them some solid minutes. Tolo makes both of her free throws. 63 plays 47. Smith's got the ball at the point, kicks it across to her sister and Cassie, drives hard and tries to feed it to Marta Didek, but Ooh, uh, off a leg there, just yeah. a, a pretty dubious pass. Didek looks frustrated. She's uh, she looks to be suffering quite a bit under the heat too. It looks to be really affecting her. But um, she's going to take a, bra- a breather. I'm sure, uh, it never really gets this hot in Poland. <laughs> Pereira now with the ball. I could be completely wrong on that. I have no, nothing to base that on. Oh, nice job from Hannah Bali, but they've called oh, her for a travel. travel. Yeah, just a little crossover there. Just maybe a shuffle of the, the pivot foot. But, um, Feet were too quick for me. <laughs> Veal quickly up the floor in transition. Oh, great passing there. Gets it down to Holly Smith from a Good finish three. under pressure too from Holly Smith there. Yep, just had great position there and was able to be patient. 63-49, Canberra leading 7-10 to go in the final quarter. Pereira into Tolo in the post, back out to Bowley. Carly Wilson outside the three in the left-hand wing. Another foul off the ball. It's on Holly Smith this time. Just a good solid body check there from Holly Smith that she got blown for. Um, on that one. Her fourth personal. That's going to be Jess Bibby. Over to Wilson. Over to Pereira. Pereira swings it left to Wilson. Wilson into the post to Bali. She gives herself a little bit of room. Little hook right-handed. Doesn't drop. Contest Pereira and Bali. Going for the ball. Knocked out of bounds. Oh! Heating up here. We saw Purcell get up and was going to have a go at uh, Bowley. And uh, Jess Bibby stepped in the middle and said, <laughs> You love seeing little the little player on the floor getting over there. And break it up, the girls. Break it up, girls. One thing uh, Jess Bibby has, as well as uh, her ability to shoot in spades, is a lot of experience. She knows. You know, which battles to fight and which ones to walk away from. There's nothing going there. Yeah. So. The referee calls the two uh, two captains on the floor together and uh, wants to have a chat about it. <laughs> Settle down, girls, he says. 63-49, 6.45 in that contest. Bit of heat, bit of frustration out there. That's right. It has Valley. been getting quite physical. Ooh, Valley with a wild pass in there. Carried out of bounds by Logan, so it's uh, 15 seconds on the shot clock, and it's going to be inbound ball. Just to be on the baseline for the Caps. So the real log jam into the keyway there ends up with Pereira outside the top of the three. Drops it in to Tolo, who had a good seal. Shots no good. She gets her own rebound. Gets it back to Pereira. Pereira backs it out. Wants to get a good look. Kristen Veal under. Ooh, gets pinged for the just the reach in. She almost got the steal there, but a little overzealous. She knew knew she'd overstepped the mark a little bit, stepped away. And that's the fifteenth foul there for um, 
for Logan. So that will send Pereira to the foul line as we see Tolo take a rest and uh, well earned. Jess McCormack coming onto the floor. As good as Tolo you know, has been this um, this this season so far, she, she does it hard. She's a slight build compared to pretty much all the bigs that she plays against in the league and uh, she, you know, she's probably given away 10 or 15 kilos on, on every play she plays against. So. Pereira misses the second of her set, so Capitals are up 64-49, uh, 6.15 to go in this final quarter at Southern Cross Stadium. Ooh, wild pass there from Pereira. Just went straight to a Capitals player. Uh, sorry, from Purcell, Veal. not Pereira. It was Veal, was it? It was Veal. There you go. Pereira now with the ball for Canberra. We're getting tired too. We can't call the right There's player. a lot of holding and pushing <laughs> going on inside on this screen action as McCormick kicks it back outside to Purcell to the corner for three. And Pereira she knocks it down. Timeout called by Logan. 67 49, 18-point ball game, 5.50 left. It's a lot of time, but uh, this lead is getting bigger and bigger by the minute. If there's any chance of Logan getting back in this game, they really need to put the brakes on uh, on Canberra right now. Yeah, look, I just don't think that they've actually got the depth to be able to do that. So I'd be surprised to see that, uh, you know, if we could see that um, Logan can get themselves back into this game and take a, a fairly strong effort from all of the girls and I just don't think that they've got quite the personnel to be able to do that. Simon, we didn't get to talk at half-time about a few coaching movements that have happened in the league because uh, we had an interview with um, Mark Cartwright about the potential for Lauren Jackson coming back to Canberra and playing this season and of course we had a little chat with Paddy Mills because he's in town this week as well but you know this, we see Jason Cheney here coaching Logan uh, after the re- uh, resignation of um, Richard Orlick. In the West, uh, the Perth Lynx coach, Joe Mackay, this week has uh, turned in his... Uh, WNBL Shield coach membership. That's right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not coaching, so he's quit. And the other um, coaching change has been Dale Ward as a chef. That's right. Dean the Swaparama Kingsman. with Dean Kingsman, his assistant coach. So Dale will take on a, an assistant type role, and uh, Dean Kingsman will step into the head coaching role. Yeah, I can't recall. Yeah. I cannot recall in the league's history that many coaching changes in one season. But anyway, let alone in one week. <laughs> That's well, a couple of weeks. Week and a half. Yeah, true, was a bit true. earlier. Yep, yeah. As we get back to the game, Abbott's back on. Is the point in the game where you need her to fire. She backs in against McCormick. Great move. McCormick fouls her. Straight away, uh, Abbott brings the result Logan's way. Immediate impact? Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you should have started her. <laughs> oh, it's different schools of thought, isn't it? Yes, there is. There is. <laughs> so McCormick picks up her second personal. I've always been in the view that, that uh, they can't do anything on the bench. <laughs> so may as well be out there. Is that... She Adam knocks down the first free throw. Now it's heated and they're going a bit mental out there. Definitely given some time to cool their jets. But, uh, the game on the line. She and makes both. 67-51. Sorry, 5.30 to go in this quarter. Carly Wilson the game, outside the fact. three. Goes high. Right hand side of Pereira. Drops it into Bowley. Bowley's still out there. Valuable minutes for her. Really helping out. Oh, a lot of hands in there. She regains control. But I think it'll be a jump ball situation, and it's Canberra's ball. 
Carly Wilson's going to get up on the baseline. Seven seconds on the shot clock, so they'll have to get a quick one off here. They go straight into McCormick. Oh, and uh, Good come off of Carly Wilson's leg as McCormick tried to hand it back to her off of her. She was sort of rubbing off on the ball screen there, so... Deal's got the ball and she'll bring it up for Logan against Pereira's guarding her there. And she feeds it into Purcell on the right hand wing and just flash cuts hard to the basket, gets it back and she'll be fouled quite heavily there and she'll step up to the foul line and take two. So Hannah Bowley with her second personal. Katie Rose comes on for the Capitals for the first time tonight. Big cheer for her. She gives Hannah Bowley a breather. Local girl, another local girl done good coming up and playing in the Capitals. Kristen Veal, though, now on the line. Ex-local girl for a little while. Makes the first free throw. So closing that gap to 15. She makes this. It'll be 14. 4 to nothing run for Logan if Veal can knock down this free throw. And she does. Katie Rose inbounds for the Capitals. 67 plays 53. Five minutes exactly remaining in this game. Wilson now, right-hand side baseline, dumps it in. Goes in to McCormick, a little lefty hook. Seemed to be cut short, like she got a bit of a hack on the arm there, but no call. Yeah, good chase down from Katie Rose. It forces the ball out of bounds and Canberra will retain possession. Charlie Wilson. Wilson inbounds with 12 seconds to go on the shot clock. Bibby out to Pereira. Pereira coughs it up. Kristen Veal this time not... Too overzealous to foul like we did in the last occasion. But gives Pereira, man, she has got an explosive first step. Great rebound there off the drive. Pereira's shot misses and Abbott gets the rebound. Gets it up. Caught. Sarah Graham's shot is picked off. Kristen Veal gets a steal. It's all happening out there at the moment. Sarah Graham with the ball back to Purcell. Back to Veal. Veal slows things down. 15 on the shot clock. Plenty of time. Gets it left to Purcell. Purcell back into Veal in the post. Gets some room. Puts up a shot. Doesn't drop. Katie Rose with the rebound. Almost got collected by Pereira. Her own teammate there. But everything's good. No one on the floor. Katie Rose now. Gets a step on Veal. Lovely pass to McCormick. McCormick. Just a bit deep. Got the bump from Graham though. So another good good uh, roll of the dice there for Canberra. Because uh, McCormick was deep under that baseline. She had nowhere to go. Carrie Graff has called a timeout, so it's it's been a good uh, good minute or so for Logan. They've eaten into four points of that 18-point lead, 67-53. Canberra just want to make sure that that lead does not uh, get cut into any further. That's right. Four minutes is still a long time to go in this game, so Canberra will be. Uh, you know, talking about what they need to do in terms of looking after the ball, defensively just keeping the pressure up and, uh, you know, staying on the boards, which has been a concern for them all season. Tonight they really, um, you know, it hasn't been as big a concern. It's been a fairly even rebounding count, but, uh, you know, you would think that they should probably dominate the boards a bit more than what they do. Well, 22-19 at three-quarter time, it's uh, not a lot of rebounding for, for a game yeah. full stop, but... Um if you look at the height advantage that Canberra has, you might expect, but uh, Tracy Beattie, not really a, a rebounding star. She's very big, gives you a lot of, of other Deflections things. Absolutely, and, yeah. yeah. A lot of blocking, a lot of uh, just putting people off their shot, but not really... Resi- and, and a lot of that is because of her position. 
spends a lot of time defensively under that basket defending it so not a lot of rebounds fall just off the basket McCormick Rose, Pereira, Bibby and Wilson on for Canberra Didek, Veal Abbott, Graham and Nat Purcell out there as McCormick misses her first free throw lines up for the second misses the second as well Trey, but Katie Rose with the rebound her and Kristen Veal fight out for possession possession arrows to Logan so Logan have the ball Veal inbounds to Sarah Graham she brings the ball up just Bibby shadowing her up the floor it's her first step drives to the basket great solid move there just got a little bit of a step ahead of Jess Bibby and is able to make them pay but here comes Pereira she kicks it back out to Bibby who says I'll take those back and an extra one knocks down a three 70 plays 55 23 points for Jess Bibby tonight Bianca Abbott with the ball past the Purcell gets herself some room puts up a pretty quick shot Bibby and Graham sort of got tangled and both went down but it came off Bibby so it's going to be baseline ball under their basket for Logan Nat Purcell with the baseline ball gets it out to Abbott quick shot well short very flat Pereira with the rebound she's away in the open court pulls up at the free throw line puts up a shot rattles around counters 72 plays 55 Kristen Beal now in transition kicks it up to Purcell Purcell drives on Bowley and is fouled in the act so three minutes and one second it's a 17 point game starting to look a little like mission not very possible I wouldn't say impossible <laughs> but it's not getting like desperate it. for Logan now Purcell lines up knocks down the first of the free throws a lot of tired players out there. Being tired and losing makes it uh, hurt even more. She makes the second free throw though, so it's a 16 point, 15 point ball game, sorry. Pereira now with the ball. Gives it off to Bibby. Bibby gets some room on Sarah Graham. Hannah Bowley, little give and go. Bibby found some room. Really, they had to foul her. I think Kristen Veal might have picked it up. You're not going to know? No, I think it was Holly Smith, actually, Holly Smith, from that's coming in from the side. Final. She is out of the game. Really not an option there. You're not going to let uh, 17 points down, you're not, 15 points down. You're not going to let somebody make a layup right under your basket. So Holly Smith sits down. It's going to be Rebecca Haynes coming on for her. And Jess Bibby's going to go to the line to extend her 23 points all-score leading. Reveal's looking a bit sore after that clash because uh, Smith fouled her and pushed her basically uh, into, into Veal. Now, they certainly don't want Veal to be sore um, for tomorrow night. They've got a big game against the AIS and they certainly, as uh, Veal takes a rest and uh, Susie Bates come on, comes on for Logan. Bit of a concession there. I think so. Sarah Graham now with the ball for Logan. Gets it up the floor. 
Oh, gets herself a little bit of room, kicks it out to Susie Bates. Her shot's no good. Pereira, she must have a few boards in this game. She's done yeah. very, very well on the defensive end there. She brings it up the floor a million miles an hour. Bates with a little reach in there. Just a tired play, really. That's just you're no too quick for me. I can't just, stop you oh, any other way. <laughs> just maybe if I stick my hand out here, I might tap the ball away, or I might get a foul. So Pereira will go to the line. 74-57, 17-point lead. Canberra has their entire bench on the floor now. Simon, Ro- Romeo, Bowley, Pereira, McCormick and uh, Katie Rose. It's a pretty handy bench. It's not a bad bench, <laughs> not a bad bench at all. <laughs> Pereira misses the second, makes the first. Bowley gets the offensive boards though. Kicks it back out, Katie Rose, Nicole Romeo to Bowley. Bowley swings it to Katie Rose. She's on the right-hand side, looks to take on Purcell. Just off some room, kicks it to Romeo. Swings it again. Oh, oh Nat Purcell just a bit slow. Comes over and helps Katie Rose up. Her fourth personal. As we see, Nikki Graham will get a, get a run as well. So that's good to see all players have now hit the floor. and uh, Two minutes and seven left. Yeah. Uh, a great opportunity for Nikki to get some minutes... Katie Rose goes to the line. And ices that first free throw. 76, 57. This will give them a 20-point lead if she knocks it down. And she does. Biggest lead of the match now for the Caps. 77 plays 57. Sarah Graham with the ball for Logan. Gets it out to Susie Bates. Bates goes over to... Oh, Haynes, she puts up a big outside shot. No Long good. way out. Yeah. The uh, rebounds picked up by Bowley. Bowley gets it to Graham. Graham goes into McCormick. Oh, just lost control there, but picks it back up. Bowley looks at the three off the back of the iron. Oh, oh. Graham. No. Hannah Bowley. It was Bowley on her own shot. <laughs> Didn't come away, though. And, oh, Nicole Romeo just fouls Sarah Graham. Got Graham's. Everywhere, Smith's everywhere. We just got some scores through from other games that are happening to, that have happened tonight, courtesy of our friendly journalist at the Canberra Times, Chris Dutton. Uh, Sydney 77 have defeated Adelaide 62. Bulleen 92 have defeated Perth 58. So Sydney with another win, starting to rack up some wins there without Porter. That'll drag. Uh, that mean Canberra wins to get a win tonight. They'll be on the same win loss. Yeah, Nat, Nat Porter, that's big news this week. She's out with a broken hand. We're not sure how long she'll be out for. But, uh, yeah, not good for Sydney, but clearly didn't affect them tonight. Back to our game here. Hannah Bowley with the ball. Just wrestling for the rebound. Nicole Romeo now on the right-hand side outside the free drives baseline. Steps out of bounds off a little bump. But uh, it's going to be a Logan ball. One minute, 11 left in this game. 77 plays 59. Graham to Smith. Into Abbott. Abbott, ooh, a little sort of half shot, really. Nicole Romeo now with the ball in transition for Canberra. A little shake and bake puts the shot. Goes up the front of the iron and doesn't drop. Bianca Abbott now with the rebound. Gets to Susie Bates. She goes coast to coast. Her shot doesn't drop. Bowley with another board. Yeah, she's racked up a few of those and Susie Bates just frustrated, tired. Nothing 
no malice intended, but another just reaching there to, to slow down Nicole Romeo. Nicole Romeo will get to step to the foul line and perhaps get herself on the scoreboard. So 42 seconds left in this very hot, very tiring contest. Both teams have gone very hard for most of the game, still running uh, at a pretty, pretty frantic pace now. Nicole Romeo gets on the scoreboard tonight. Makes her first. And the second. Makes the most of her opportunity there. Canberra out by 20 points with uh, 38 seconds to go in this last quarter of this game. Sarah Graham to Abbott. Abbott over to Smith. That's uh, Cassie Smith. Her mouse broken up by Caps. Bowley with the ball now. Over to Katie Rose. Katie Rose drives in. Kicks it off to McCormick. McCormick out to Nikki Graham. She gets in some room. Shot just doesn't drop. Ooh, big contest there from McCormick. And then a really, really <laughs> soft call there for Katie Rose. Her and Bates had a little chuckle to each other as they walk up the floor. But Susie Bates will go to shoot the line. Thirteen seconds left. Twenty-point lead for the Capitals, 79-59. Susie Bates misses the the uh, shot there. So Sydney won by 15. Capitals can hang on to this 20-point lead. Well, it's 19-1 as Bates uh, makes the second free throw. That'll help them in their percentage hunt with Sydney. Last shot you'd think is going to go to the Capitals here. Nicole Romeo makes some room. Called for the travel. She got a bit of contact in there too. You'd be asking maybe why she travelled. But uh, called travel anyway. Four seconds left in the game. 19 point lead for the Capitals. Sarah Graham gets in some room. Puts up a shot. No foul. No basket. And the game is done. The Canberra Transact Capitals 79 have defeated Logan 16. Well, big game there for both teams. Logan, of course, the chance to split their road double. They'll back up tomorrow night against the AIS. Canberra, a big game for them. They've got to travel north and on Sunday they will play Townsville. Yeah, and look, Carrie Graff had an opportunity to rest some players there, some of the starters there in that, that last quarter, so she'll be happy with that. As We're going to... Uh, Craig Ravel's going to see if he can track down um, some interviews for us and have a chat, I would imagine, with coaching staff and uh, some of the players. Uh, and so Craig's just making his way over now to talk. Yeah, just trying to track down the both teams look fairly exhausted. You think a fairly solid cool down is going to be in order for both teams? They'll be getting themselves sorted. But, uh, you know, good huddle there. The, the Logan team's still huddling up. They look look positive. They don't look like they've, uh, you know, they're not looking dejected. And they've got to go back and, uh, you know, tonight and recover and match up against the AIS last night. And as we talked, Canberra have got a big road trip. Definitely, very much so. Just waiting for Craig Ravel to...
for Logan for the Capitals. Bibby had 25. Nat Hurst had 14. I think uh, I think we'll find Mariana Tolo was up around there as well on the uh, scoring percentage. Didac would have been up in probably you know around 12 or 14 points, and hopefully we'll get some stats shortly and can confirm that. But she had some good minutes for. Uh, for Logan tonight, I thought. I think the uh, just watching her here in the warm down and stuff. I think the heat really knocked Didac around. She's looks uh, a little bit dazed, a little bit, uh, well, not a little bit, very tired. She's, she's looking tired, but they all are. Gripping onto that water bottle. Yeah, it's very <laughs> hot out here, so uh, you know I'm not surprised. Uh, tomorrow in Canberra it's going to be I think 33 degrees, so won't be quite so hot. And the training all air conditioned environment will be a yeah, little bit easier. Much for nicer environment girls. over at the yeah. Institute too. Of course, we'll be bringing you that game live on SportRadio.com.au tomorrow night. The W, we are happy with the performance tonight. I'm never happy with our performances totally. Look, I think we did some good things. I think we, you know, defensively we were tough. They, our goal was to keep them under 60. I, you know, they got a couple of open court layups. Other than that, I think we were pretty good defensively. I think we did a better job with our blocking out, which has been a big focus. You know, they, they packed in on Tolo. It opened up our perimeter. Bibby got rolling. Uh, we had an opportunity to play the whole bench. So, all in all, 20-point win with some positives. Going to Townsville now. Nothing you have to nurse out of this. No, look, that's the, oh, that's the thing. We got people to, we got to arrest some people, you know, particularly in that last quarter. We could sit down Natty Hurst, sit down Solo. Um, everyone got a chance to play. So it's massage and recovery now to, you know, be highly energised for Townsville on Sunday. Good luck, Ben. Thank you. Thanks very much to Coach Graff. We'll have a chat to uh, a couple of players. And, of course, Jess Bibby was on fire again tonight. We'll try and get in to see Jess Bibby, who's behind me now. So we'll try and get to Jess now. Just maybe again another lightning game. You like uh, this charming in with a big score. Oh look, you know my my, my role is, is coming in off the bench and, and I guess trying to be a little bit of a microwave in, in that aspect. And you know I'm, I'm never shy in, in taking a shot. You know uh, it doesn't matter if I've missed I've missed ten in a row. The next one's going up as well. But you know I think you know against tonight we had pretty good contributions all over the floor and. Um, you know that's that's the way that, that we're going to win. You know tonight, I, you know I'm the one that, that that's scoring. You know the, the scoring leader, and you know we we go to Townsville on Saturday, and we got Natty Hurst, we got Tolo, we got you know Tracy Beatty last time we played him, you know had 20, and you know Kelly Abrams gets 15. So we have people chipping in, and you know tonight I guess was was my night to, to I guess be the leading scorer. A lot of feeling out there too, and uh, it's boiled over at a point. What was your thoughts on that? Oh look, I, you know I guess you know we, we sort of had a bit of a huddle and, and spoke about you know that's that's obviously their frustration at. You know, at, at obviously being being down by 20 and I think we did a pretty good job of, of keeping a, a level head and look you know we're all competitors so sometimes it's, you know it's about 8,000 degrees in here people's tempers are going to you know, maybe just flare a little bit but you know I think it's good to see a little bit of aggression Well Jess all the best for Sunday Yeah thank you Thanks very much to Jess Bibby. Um We might try and find Hannah Bowie who is down here so guys Ben if you need to pod for a minute but we'll try and get in there and speak to Hannah Actually, uh, you know, get in and have a chat with Hannah. He's trying to find his way through. It's a bit difficult with people milling around, and we have him now. Got Hannah here. Hannah Bailey. Uh, well, certainly an aggressive night tonight, and it boiled over there for a moment. Oh yes, yeah, just a bit of white line fever, I suppose. She's very competitive, and I suppose I am as well. And yeah, just that's all it really is. It's just once you're on the court, it's just be all and end all, and yeah. How are you feeling now, second year with the club? Um, I'm feeling a lot more used to the sort of style of game and 
terminology and just the way things are run. So yeah, a lot more comfortable around the group and in amongst the group. And you know, the girls are great, and I really love you know playing here. So yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. And how's your New Zealand roommate going? Yeah, good. Jess, yeah. <laughs> nah, she's great. She's started to fit into the team really well now, which is good. But um, yeah, I mean, she's just a massive body out there and at training as well and just gets rebounds and is nice, nice and physical on Tolo because Tracy's on limited minutes at training. So it's, it's nice for Tolo to have another bigger body as opposed to me, this mini big. So yeah, she's really fitting in well. It's great. Well, good luck in Townsville, where we always know it's a spicy game. Yeah, I better, um, I got fouled off in nine minutes last time we played up there, so I'll have to be a bit more quiet on the court, I think. So thanks, we'll, we'll give it our best shot. All the best. Thanks. Thanks very much, uh, Hannah Bowley. We'll go over and try and get Jason Cheney now and uh, have a chat to him. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on tonight's game. And I'm going to leave Neely for you, Simon, so uh, there's... Uh, Jason, a pretty interesting night tonight. The girls never gave up, but uh, the Caps just were able to get ahead and to and fro. Once they got that lead, you just couldn't nail them back. Yeah, yeah we're pretty bit disappointed. It's two weeks in a row that we've got, you know, we've dug deep through the first half and we've done a decent job. And then the second half, we've just come out as a different team. So, you know, that's something we've got to fix and fix quickly because we've got to get another game tomorrow night. You know, um, I, I genuinely think we're, we're not a 20-point worse off team than the Caps. You know, credit to them, they do a good job tonight, but um, I'm fairly disappointed. Interesting, though, you were able to negate the bigs early in the game, which is something that uh, once they got rolling, they sort of they, you defended one foil and they pulled out the sabre. Yeah, I, I, look, one of our big focuses was, you know, we had to slow it down and execute in the half court because we know if we make mistakes in the in the half court offensively, they punish us at the other end, and they did that. So every time we turned the ball over, or we rushed a shot, or we did something poor at that end of the floor, they'd come down here and put two or three points on us, and then we'd go down and do it again. So all of a sudden, we put out, find ourselves five, ten, fifteen points down. So you know, we've got a lot of work to do, and um, you know, just to play for forty minutes instead of twenty. Now, how's the team going up against the AIS tomorrow night? Anything you've got to manage into that game? Oh, yeah, just some of those things that I just spoke about around our half-court execution. Defensively, we're, we're giving up 80 points a game at the moment. Townsville last week, Canberra this week. That's something we've got to address, and we've got 24 hours to address it. So Institute have been rolling along fairly well the last couple of weeks, and we've got, um, you know, in 24 hours, we've got a fair bit of work to do. No injuries out of this game, though? No, there's some niggles, and there's, you know, some, you know, Nat Purcell's played a lot of minutes tonight. Kristen Veal. Uh, you know, youth isn't on her age anymore and she's got some niggling injuries, but hey, we're okay. We'll fight through. All the best for tomorrow. Too easy. Thank you. Thanks very much. As you can tell, uh, a disappointed uh, Jason Chaney there. We might have a chat to Natalie Purcell as well. He's a bit too busy. But, uh, excuse me, Natalie has an interesting game tonight. The temper's spilling over in the end. It was just like a Townsville game. Oh, yeah, sort of. It was pretty physical and I think we got a bit um, frustrated to say the least at times, so that showed on the court. <laughs> it always looks good, though. It shows the feeling out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it, I think it's, a, you know, you don't want to be too emotional in a game, but I think it really shows as players, you know, that you really care about it and that you're passionate about winning and it shows the competitive side. And I think if you can't look at it in that way, then <laughs> don't worry about it. It's going to make a laugh about it afterwards. How's things going? Your second year with uh, Logan after uh, going home for a year? How, how do you find this franchise and what they're doing? Um, I really, I really like it. I enjoy it. It's a really good uh, group of girls. Um, 
I love Brisbane, so I think I've found my place. <laughs> um, but no, I really like the culture around our team, and so I, I've really enjoyed my time here, and I don't really anticipate going anywhere anytime soon. Shoot next, and uh, how are you guys going to bounce back to uh, against the students? Oh, I guess, you know, coming off a disappointing loss like this, no one ever wants to lose by, what, 19. So I think we'll use that as um, ammo in tomorrow night's game, and I think really give everything we've got. All the best. Hopefully you're not that physical on the uh, poor students. No, no, I think I, I might have used it all tonight. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks very much to uh, Natalie Purcell. Uh, do I have to drag Billy over here, Si? Or... We'll catch you soon. <laughs> Back to you guys in the, in the box. Just having a quick look at the stats from the uh, final stats for the game. Uh, leading scorer for Canberra was Jessica Bibby with 25 points at 50% from the field. That's a pretty good nice. uh, good rate <laughs> to rack it up at. Uh, Natalie Hurst ended with 14 at, 50, at 55% and... Uh, then we go down to Mariana Tola with 13 points. Didn't get as many blocks this week as her uh, record-breaking uh, outing last week. Um, and for, obviously, for Logan, Kristen Veal, 17 points, 5 rebounds. And uh, it was uh, Marta Didak who came into the, into the game a little bit in that second half, I believe, and ended up with 10 points uh, for the game. I guess, you know, like the stats are fairly even across the board. Um, it's just the shooting percentages where the major differences are, Simon. And I guess, you know, a little bit of uh, points off the bench. Canberra's bench depth just started to show through there in yeah. the end of that game. And we talked about that uh, early on, that uh, if it went down to, to needing to rely on, on some of those bench players, that, that the Capitals bench is certainly quite a bit deeper than than Logan's and, and I think that, that showed out through the game. That's but, right um, and, and Bianca Abbott getting that foul trouble you know perhaps yeah, that was a factor as well so she was she was doing some valuable things for, for Logan so they will have to um, back up again tomorrow night against the AIS which is a good opportunity for them to get another win um, and Canberra are off to Townsville for what will be a pretty tough uh, encounter I'd say for them up there they've got to recover I'd imagine they're flying out tomorrow sometime um, for a 12 o'clock game uh, in uh, Townsville and I'm not sure exactly how hot it will be but uh, we'll wait and see as Kristen Veal wanders over to the bench and I'll just hand over the headphones Veal back in town not, uh, not the result you're probably hoping for but um it, I'll tell you what, we were, we were exhausted here calling the game. You guys must have just been cluggered out there. Yeah, it's pretty hot, and obviously Canberra, uh, you know, uh, high-quality team. But from our perspective, we improved on a few things that have been lacking the last couple of weeks. So as much as we're disappointed, uh, at least we're taking positive steps forward into next week's game. Yeah, definitely. We were just we were just chatting before you came over about maybe some of the points that uh, that hurt you guys tonight when Bianca Abbott picked up that fourth foul. She sort of had to end up sitting in sort of extended stretches, and, and she's been great for you guys. She's a, she's a solid body in there, which is against a, a team the size of Canberra. You know, you need, I guess, those players on the floor. Yeah, and I think we're getting found out this year in terms of if you're not doing the one percenters and you're not working hard all the time, sure. it's not going to cut the mustard, you know, and we don't have that kind of talent or experience that's just going to override teams. So any time we have lapses, and that's what happens tonight, we have a lapse and Canberra just go ahead. If yeah. we don't have those lapses, then... then we're in the game the whole way, so you know something to work on. So how's the team? You know we're roughly halfway through the season. You guys are at uh, I think you're four and four before tonight, so four and five. Hoping to pick up, split the road trip and pick up a win against the AS. So you're roughly at 500. Is that? Is, did you sort of set 
targets at the beginning of the season about where you thought you'd be, or is it really a, a, a game-by-game situation with you guys? No, to be honest, I guess we, we came back from last year and we saw the improvement in our, in our young girls just having that year under their belt. So, you know, we're a little bit behind the gun where we wanted to be in terms of we wanted to be a bit more competitive with Townsville in those two games. Um, but obviously they're very well prepared this year and, yeah. and even coming out of, out of Townsville and into other, other stadiums, they're still doing a great job. Um, the catch is, you know, we've got Townsville again, we've got uh, Danny Nong one more time and AS tomorrow, and then after that it's top four teams for the rest of the season. So we're going to have to, you know, pull some, some big ones out of the bag to, to, you know, make finals, which was our goal, and or be our last year's record. Well, I guess they're the teams you've got to face when you get to finals anyway, so... Exactly. Uh, definitely, if you're going to get it done, that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, um, yeah the, the, we, we talked a little bit about the... The, uh, the coaching, I guess not dramas, but the coaching movements in the last two weeks in the league, like you guys have, have lost your coach, Perth have lost their coach, Dandenong's coaches have swapped, Dean Kinsman's head coach now and, and Dale Waller's his assistant coach. Uh, we were just trying to remember a time where you had that many changes in one season, let alone two weeks. Did Perth lose? Yep. Oh. He's, uh, he's resigned. So uh, That's a shame. We were, we were thinking there for a while that uh, you guys were unlucky and then it, it Seem to have spread throughout the league. But yeah, I, I guess you, you know we can't um, you can't underestimate the effect that that has losing a, a, well, losing your your main driver, your yeah. mentor through the halfway through the season. And definitely, I mean, you know, it, it's always a, a hiccup along the road, and no matter how much you, you band together and you try and focus on on the things, it's always going to be some adjustments. People's roles change, and um, structure changes, and you know everything pretty much changes. And to to adjust to that, um, you know. It's going to take a bit of time, but you know we're we're digging our heels in and and working through that. And obviously, you know we've taken a few hits over the last couple of weeks. But you know we're a good group and and we stick together. And you know as long as we keep getting better and staying positive and be true to the philosophy that we have at Logan, then I think it's only going to be good things. But if we don't stay true to that, that's when. Well, we noticed even at the end of the game, yeah, disappointing 19-point loss in the end. It kind of blew out a little bit. But you guys, you had your huddle there at the quarter of the end of the game. There's still, you, you guys still look positive. You still looked upbeat. Like you know, you didn't look like a team that had just lost the game by 19 points. So, uh, you know that that I guess that camaraderie we talked to Nat Marcel about at the call earlier when she was there, just uh, about how much she's loving it there. You guys genuinely do seem to enjoy each other's company and work really well together. Yeah, and I mean, when you're going to have losing seasons and you're a new franchise, that morale is going to be very hard to keep up. Yep. But if we can keep that up for the next you know, three, four, five years, then hopefully we'll turn into a winning program such as Canberra or Adelaide, Sydney. Um, but what we don't want to do is fall into um, the trap of a, a Dandenong and a Perth sure. where they've busted their, their gut for years and years and years yeah. and, um, and they're always going to struggle with that sponsorship and that, that energy and that representation of a, of a product, women's basketball. And I know there's going to be some big changes in the league over the next five to ten years. You know, it has to be for it to... To continue to grow, yeah. yeah, not even to sustain itself, but to, to grow and, and yeah. to be better. And so, if we can bite our time and, and start to you know hold true to that product we're trying to sell, then those changes will come come along and just boost us up. So, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, losses are hard, but if we can keep that morale up, then we'll be different to any other losing club in there. And how how are you travelling? We've we've uh, you know the sport radio team. We've had the pleasure of watching you from when you were that little little point guard at the AIS at 16 and and. Your career has been a little scattered with injury dramas yeah. and stuff. We're, we're just commenting through the game how fit you look at the moment, how 
healthy you look, like physically you're out there running around. How is the... Because you're, you're almost a veteran now. I think I am a veteran. It's yeah, been I think you'd, you'd qualify as a veteran of this league. Close and, to uh, 250 games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is old. So, so how, how's the old body hanging out? The old body... It's a, it's a shame. Like, um, you know, I, I wish I was probably this fit more consistently when I was younger. Um, you know, because... I can I can run for about two minutes with Natty and then it's like yeah. <laughs> oh, we were loving that competition tonight. It was all yeah. the old master and apprentice thing. Oh god, <laughs> I think the roles are reversed now. But um, she's um she's doing a great job. And you know, like the good thing for moving up to Logan was um, I'm taking on a different role up there. It's more a leadership role, and and that's been you know a bit of a spark to to my career and, and probably a really nice way to go out in terms of giving back to, to a new franchise and, and hopefully establishing them in the league for the future. Definitely. Well, great to catch up with you. We you always do. love catching up with you. We'll, we'll catch up with you again tomorrow night. We'll probably annoy you for some more interviewing action as you take on the AIS out at the Institute. But yep. uh, your whole team's disappeared. We've held you up and uh, you definitely need to earn that cool down. Yep. The yes. coach is saying, where's my captain? What's going on? I'm probably going to get in trouble. Uh, well, just blame nah. us and we'll, uh, we'll pay for your cap trip. As long as you get a win tomorrow, tomorrow. Bus, <laughs> Great, Billy. We'll All catch right. you with you tomorrow night. Thanks, Thanks. Bye. Always a pleasure there catching up with uh, Kristen Veal. She worked hard tonight. The 33 points, the 33 minutes, sorry, the most amount of time for any of the Logan players. Finished up with 17 points, 5 rebounds, 5 steals. Was uh, pretty active and involved in, in most, of their, most of their offense. But... Um, yeah, I mean, as she said in that interview there, they're, they're a good group. They're, they're probably a year or two out from, from getting into it, but um, we'll catch up with them again, of course, tomorrow night as they play against the AIS. So just wrapping up tonight's result, the Capitals 79 have defeated the Logan Thunder 60. We'll, uh, of course, we talked about earlier the, uh, the big game for the Capitals. They'll now move up to Townsville, play that game on Sunday. And as I just mentioned, Logan will back up again tomorrow night against the AAS. Michelle? Yeah, look, not an unexpected win from Canberra, but Logan equipped them well first in the first half, I think. Probably struggled a bit in the second half, but look, they'll be tomorrow night. Should be a good game against the AAS, and you can hear it on sportradio.com.au. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. Uh, of course, we'll, as Michelle said, back up tomorrow night. We'll see you all then. Take care and good night.